from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. It's Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we can wait. We can wait. Maury, come in here for a second. I got a piece. Yeah, Mocha, so go bad. pee. Go pee. We were just about to go on the radio. Mocha's like, oh my God, I should have peed. Go what pee right I now. Go, go pee right you now. You know, more. since I got here, yeah. I was in. I know. I know. You've been busy. You've I've been, been busy. in here. I know. All, oh man, all okay, day. I didn't just, leave once. Listen, go, 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 go. So put will you guys on. have a conversation? Yeah, yeah, put your mask on and go. Oh my God, but why do I feel just, so awkward right now? Put your mask on and go. Don't leave okay. me. I don't don't leave Roz and me alone. Oh my god, what is the matter with you? I don't know. Have we ever been alone together? <laughs> <laughs> You're not on a date. Maury, Maury, Maury. <laughs> go pee, 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 go pee. Okay, you poor man. Maury, you drove me into work every day for like how many years? Have we ever been alone but together? Why am I so shy right now? I don't know. Why are you so shy I right now? Hi. What is the matter with you? This <laughs> isn't like know. a date. Oh my God, Mocha, hurry up. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Why does it make you weird that Mocha left the room and left us alone on the radio? I don't know, because when I drove you in, we looked forward. We didn't really look at each other. But now like, I'm staring right at you. I know, so I'm like trying to not look at you. Why is that weird for you? I don't understand I don't this. know. I feel like it's the spot that i By I'm the way, on. Catherine, my girlfriend, if you're listening right now, shut the radio off because Maury's about to make it weird. Oh yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Why are you so weirded out by being alone with me on the radio? I'm just socially uncomfortable about being in socially uncomfortable situations. <laughs> You're socially uncomfortable about being in socially uncomfortable situations. I may, I may just stop talking and just let you wheeze until Mocha gets back. <laughs> You got one more in you. There you go. There it is. It's like burping a baby. I know when you got one more in you. This is the longest pee I've ever lived through. No, it's like burping a baby. I know when you got one more wheeze in you. (laughs) That's the one. Right? Oh, my God. You had every opportunity to do anything you wanted. The show was yours. Just me and you. Just yeah? the two of us. No, no, no mocha involved. Should we sing? No, I don't want to uh, sing. What is the matter with you? Christmas. What is happening with you right now? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with you. It's like you're doing this for the very first time. <laughs> By the way, if you're just joining us, Mocha forgot to pee earlier, so we had to go He's pee while we, were, while we were on the radio. Man has been busy all morning, Holmes. I know, but there's only so much water. <laughs> What do you what do you mean? There's only someone what do you think comes out of somebody? <laughs> like you have a tank, it can't overflow. No. Or something happens, like it goes into your appendix. How are you so bad at this right now? You've been know. on the radio with us every single day for almost a decade. I know, but like Mocha's kind of like our our, you know, moderator. <laughs> Jesus, Maury has literally just been sitting here wheezing the whole time. Really? Just like that's all he's been doing is wheezing the whole time. Why? 
He's so Because Roz is like staring at me and then I had to say I blue. stared I stared at nothing. And then I had to go, I have a blue <laughs> Christmas. He had no idea what to do with that. That's what I missed. <laughs> That's it, bro. You missed nothing. If if you want to tweet Mocha right now and let him know what he missed, feel free. It's, like, was uh, it that Matt? Text us right now and let Mocha know what he missed. It's 925 That felt like the longest pee ever. But like, why? I don't need to, like, you guys can have a conversation. That's, I was trying. Right? I tried. Like, there's so many things happening in the world that we Thank can all talk you. about or that the Thank two of you, you. Talk you wanted about. to talk about worldly issues in the world not with you I didn't see <laughs> worldly issues in the world oh that bro bro honestly honestly that that is what you missed okay so nothing <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast can I play something for you real quick? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have it in there. It's called uh, Netflix Song, I think is what it is, right? So there's a brand new movie coming to Netflix. Okay. Hold on. And it's called The Prom. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's probably not on your radar. December no. 11th. Okay. Okay. Now, in it, yeah. it's a musical, right? Oh, okay. Okay, so in it, um, there is one particular song that I want you to take a listen to. Yeah, because it is sung by somebody who is very famous. Okay, and I didn't know that they had the ability or the skill set to rap. <laughs> okay, but I want you to take a listen to this, and you tell me who you think it is. Go high like Michelle Obama. Okay. okay, so what level of star are you thinking of in your head right now? Like what, like give me 11, I'll tell you whether to go higher or lower. Like a C. Okay, but like who, give me a name and I'll tell you whether to go higher or lower. Like C. Like Rebel. Uh, no, higher, higher, oh, okay. higher. Higher than that? Higher. Higher than Rebel Wilson. Not like a Zendaya? Oh, much higher than a Zendaya. Higher than higher, Zendaya? Higher, 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 higher. Oh, higher. what's the girl from um, who's in all the Pitch Perfect movies? What's her name? Who? The girl from all the Pitch Perfect Anna movies. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Much higher than oh, Anna Kendrick. Much higher than okay, Anna Kendrick. Okay, much higher than Anna Kendrick. <sighs> Play it again. Play it again. Listen to the rap. Listen and now start picturing oh, faces in your head. British, right? When Is you it British? Somebody, it sounds like they, they have an accent. Okay, now you're on to something. No, you're wrong. Yeah. You're sort of stuck on one demographic of age, okay? You you said Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, Zendaya. Oh, is it I, uh, Tina Fey? You need to go older. Is it Tina Fey? Bigger, bigger, older, and higher than Tina Fey. Oh my God! Yeah, I would say much older and much higher. Much older? Yeah, and much higher. Is it Goldie Hawn? No, but I beg bigger. I'd say bigger. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, bigger? Like yeah. Matt Midler? No, like Meryl Streep. That's Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh, stop it! No, it's not. Hold on. Your 
Absolute torture. Yeah. I've heard people say that they want to come in and play. I've heard people say that they can't believe either of you still work here after playing at once. <laughs> it's uh, true. Snapped is very simple. Damn it, Maury and Mocha will go head to head, two categories in trivia. Around their necks, they have big, thick, red rubber bands. Yeah. And if you get a question wrong, you get snapped. Yeah. When we say you get snapped, what we mean is that you have to take your thumb, hook it underneath the elastic band, full arm length out, and then let oh. it go. Maury, can we hear your buzzer, please? Okay, Mocha, your buzzer. Okay, so Mocha's is the lower tone buzzer. That's Maury. Now, Mocha, there we go. Uh, your categories today, gentlemen, yeah. are sounds of the body. I'll tell you what causes <laughs> it. You name the sound. Okay. Uh, your next category is black is the new black, a.k.a. black tings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Shem's in the other room dying. He loves that category. <laughs> okay, uh, so Maury, I will let you choose the category. Body today. sounds, of course. Body sounds. Why? What's your problem with black tings? No, I just I think I'll do better with body sounds. You think Maury thinks that he's going to do better with body sounds? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, anybody not ready? Here we go. 
I will tell you what causes it. You name the sounds. Okay. Involuntary contractions of your diaphragm. Who buzz first? Maury. Fart. Incorrect. Mocha for the steel. Burp. Incorrect. Oh! I know what it is. I actually do know what it is do now you? that I think about it. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Vomiting. No, incorrect. Oh. Uh, with the gentleman, the, what I was looking for was hiccup. Hiccup is the hiccup. involuntary contractions oh. of your diaphragm. That is a hiccup. Well, you need to know where the diaphragm is. Now, do both of you... <laughs> now, now, because you both buzzed in and actually each gave wrong answers... We both have to snap? Oh, no. <laughs> do we? We may have our first double snap on our hands oh, no. here, gentlemen. Do we? Yeah. Same time, please? Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to have to go on this side of my neck because the other side actually hurts. Okay. Who wants to go first? I think we should do it at the, at exact, the exact same time. same time? Yeah. Okay. Maury, get your thumb under there. I will count you down as soon as the elastics. A straight arm, Maury. Straight arm. Thank you. Mocha straight arm. Gentlemen, in three, two, one, snap. Oh! Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been oh, a while. Oh, man. Just came out too at the same time. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Okay, continuing on with the category of sounds of the body, I will tell you what causes it. You name the sound. An irritation to the mucous membrane of the nose or throat. Mocha. Sneeze. Correct mundo. Yes. I'm just gonna go for it. Okay, go. Ready? Three, two, one, go! I don't know. No, You're all that, man. You? You're too late. Too late. Right. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. We got to play by the rules here, more. Arm you extended fully your arm all the way, and, and then, then when you went to back. yeah, let it go. Okay, there we go. That's that's what we're talking about right there. I don't know if you were able to hear that at home, but uh, that sounded like it hurt like hell. Uh, Continuing on in the category of sounds of the body, when oxygen and nitrogen collect in the digestive tract. Maury. Burp. Correct. Oh, I was going to say that. All right, Mocha. There we go. Oh, my God. Mocha's on the floor. (laughs) Shall we move on to Black is the New Black, a.k.a. Black Tings? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what the score is. Shammer, you can be scoring there. One, one. One, one. Oh, man. Oh, man. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, Remember, black is the new black, a.k.a. black tings. A place in space where gravity pulls so much that even light can't get through. Maury. Black hole. Correct. Bro, come. He should be able to. No, that's how a game works. He can't even finish the question? No. So now Maury's making up the rules. Okay. That's how any game works. Okay, okay, okay. Do people answer, give answers on Jeopardy before Alex finishes the question? They have. No, you're not allowed. You can't buzz in until the question's done on Jeopardy. Stop making up Jeopardy rules. Why do I know more about Jeopardy than you yeah. do? Okay, just snap. Oh, no, this oh, is, oh, yo, oh, this ain't right. This ain't right. I know people listening right now, they yeah. know this ain't right. Okay. But you know what? This I'm going to do it. first time. Okay. I'm going to do it. No, okay. I'm going to do it. No, because you're a cheater. I'm gonna, you're a cheater. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Oh! 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 Yeah, that one stinks. Next question, please. Next question, the category of black is the new black, oh. a.k.a. black tings. With one of these, you can really see what people have been up to in a hotel room. Mocha. Telescope? Incorrect. <sighs> Maury. Oh, I know that the answer is. You know what? I do know it. Maury. Black light. Correct. <sighs> okay, here goes Mocha. Oh, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. You're such a good sport. 
<laughs> okay, next. Okay. Oh, I actually think I cut skin. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay, next. Okay, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. She showed up in all black at the end of Greece. Man, I don't watch Greece. Uh, Mocha. Sandy. Yes. Oh! <laughs> Yo, and I don't even watch Greece. <laughs> Go ahead, Maury. Cheater. How is that cheating? I just didn't know what else he to say. He buzzed in and got the answer. <laughs> yeah, but if you say you didn't watch it, then... Okay, Maury, go ahead. In three, two... Oh! <laughs> wow, it took him right off his chair. We have a couch in the studio, and I think that Maury might go lay down. Like he's fully walked away. Shem, what's the score? It's 3-2 Maury. 3-2 Maury. Tiebreaker! Tiebreaker! It's not a tie, though, Maury. <laughs> you actually won. <laughs> Why are you calling for a tiebreaker when you yeah, won? It's fine. Who you does won. that? You won. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Who wins a game and then starts chanting tiebreaker? Someone who doesn't know how games work. Mar, you're actually crying right now, Mar. <sighs> and that's how you play Snapped. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So that's it. Another season of Dancing with the Stars all wrapped up. Right. Uh, Caitlin Bristow wins. I'm taking this as a win for me, too. Which one of these four couples will take home the Mirabal Trophy? Let's find out together as we reveal our final results. So dramatic. Oh, my God. Crazy, huh? Did you see the how long they waited last and night? The champions of Dancing with the Stars forever. are... so happy i'm so happy i think everybody was surprised on that set last night that neve guy was really great though hi draws mocha who's this uh this is chuck what's up man just wanted to say congrats to Roz. he called it i'll get i'll go uh caitlin won yesterday Roz, right I from know. the very beginning said that uh caitlin bristol was gonna win dancing with the stars i know which drove me crazy because i didn't believe it for the first time <laughs> and Roz, i actually have here all the times that you've said on our show, including the time we talked to Caitlin Bristow, yeah. that she was going to win. Yeah, man, what you're going to hear right now is this is um, all the time. The first time you're going to hear me call Caitlin Bristow was literally the day that it was announced. And I know that I may be taking this way too seriously, but I'm very rarely right about anything. <laughs> Caitlin Bristow wins the whole thing. Uh, my favorite and my number one pick to win, I love her, uh, Caitlin Bristow. Um, Caitlin Bristow, who I've said from the very beginning is going to win this whole thing. Caitlin Bristow, who I adore. My bet to win the whole thing was Caitlin Bristow. Oh, yeah, you said that. My girl, Caitlin Bristow, who I said is going to win this whole thing. I've said on this show, I, we said it to AJ McLean. I said it on ET Canada. Before any of this even started, as soon as you were announced, I said that you were going to win the whole thing. Oh, my gosh, I hope you're right. Yeah. That's when we talked to Caitlin Bristow. Yep. Uh, that, show, <laughs> that show drives me nuts, man. I, I, I got so frustrated watching Dancing with the Stars last night. Why? Because the points mean nothing. What do you mean? So, But that's how so, they make it to the, to the finals. No, they, and but that's they, how they advance no, every but, week. No, but it, it's, I got, I, I love Nelly. Don't get me wrong, right? Yeah. Nelly, wildly entertaining, and his fan base is huge, and that's why he was, he was there, and he improved so much, and everything else. Like, I, I really like Nelly. But when it comes to scoring, when Nelly came out to do his second dance and got 10s across the board for a perfect 30, mm -hmm. he was first up for the second dances. And it was clearly not a perfect dance. 
right? Like it just like me, even as a non dancing individual where my expertise is very low. Sure. You could tell it was not perfect. I, you, you know, when you see something that's flawless. Yeah. And so when he got tens across the board at that point, what everybody else who was still in the competition, no matter what they did on the dance floor, wouldn't matter because even if somebody did get a perfect 10, it was only compared to Nelly's perfect 10. Mm-hmm. So everybody who came out after Nelly was awesome and did much better than Nelly, but yet got the same scores as Nelly. Oh, like, so they all got perfect 10s. They all got perfect 10s. Okay. So if Nelly was able to get perfect 10s and a, a top score of 30 on his second dance, then where's the bar? Well, uh, for that episode, for last night's episode, Nelly set the bar amongst the the other competitors. Right, but what I'm saying is that... Like in general? Where's the bar in general? No, no, Where's the bar when a clearly not perfect dance gets a perfect 10? Because nothing anybody can do after that is going to be scored appropriately. But it also doesn't matter because she says at the end going, the judge's scoring doesn't matter. It's all based on the viewers calling in. No, no, I get that. I get that. But 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 even still, then why didn't they, then why even score it? Because, That's what, I agree with you. But because Everybody he got didn't, tens. Because, no, but, but Nelly's first dance, he didn't get a 10. Nelly's first well, dance got, got 27 out of 30, right? And maybe I'm too deep into this. But when, it, so. but, when it, but when it comes to the <laughs> scoring, it makes no sense when somebody... I understand at the beginning. You know what? At the beginning of Dancing with the Stars, the people are getting low scores that should be getting high, everything else. Oh, yeah. Because at the beginning, they're judging on your own abilities, right? They're judging you on what they think you're capable of. So your bar is lower than somebody who is a much better dancer. That's how they make the show even at the beginning, right? And I get that because you do that in a lot of different areas but when you're in the finals everybody should be judged to the same bar and therefore nelly's dance was not a perfect 30 and it drove me crazy you should be sending an email with I'm, all of this information bro i sent it last night to dancing with stars 1002 <laughs> but it doesn't matter nelly didn't win, so. no i know i know but nelly had that nelly had that huge fan base yeah. nelly was nelly That's was the was reason able to advance every week yes yeah, sky jackson and uh, johnny weir got put out because nelly's got that incredible fan base they even let nelly perform last night Nobody i know he got it and he got an extra performance oh he did yeah he's, he's so like, he's so popular neve shulman didn't come out and try and bust catfishers right <laughs> He didn't. <laughs> Caitlin Bristow didn't get to come out and start handing out roses. <laughs> right? Uh, like, you know, he got that extra performance. No, listen, Ross, I feel, I feel, I feel everything that you're feeling. I'm not joking. Like, I, I'm totally like you. Like, he didn't deserve any of those cards they gave him at all. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was just sitting down there. I'm like, I wonder what Ross would think. Like, this is not acceptable. <laughs> like, hey, let's not go too far. Let's not go too far. Well, now you know exactly what Ross thought of last night's Dancing with the Stars. It's not acceptable. Yo, Chuck, thanks so I, much for calling in, bro. I, I, I accept the results, okay? I accept everything. I'm not uh, I'm not fighting anybody on this. Okay, good. All right. Good. All right. Later, dude. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, we got a champion on the phone. What? Dancing with the Stars champ is back on the Raza Mocha Show, Caitlin Bristow. Oh my gosh, you called it. Oh my God. We I, we got to play. First of all, congratulations. Um, before we get to, to, to that, the video of Jason, your boyfriend, that he posted on IG with his back to the TV when they announced it and then he's cracking champagne. Like, my God, that dude loves you, huh? <laughs> he really does. I think he celebrated harder than, harder than I did. It's Aww. crazy. No, it was a real nice celebration, though. No? Yeah, 
cute. We want to play this for you real quick. So um, the, the first clip you're going to hear is the day that the cast was announced. The day that the cast was announced was the <laughs> first time I said that you were going to win it. And then every other time I said you were going to win it to the last time when we had you on the show. So take a listen to oh this. Caitlin Bristow yeah. wins the whole thing. Uh, my favorite and my number one pick to win, I love her, uh, Caitlin Bristow. Um, Caitlin Bristow, who I've said from the very beginning is going to win this whole thing. My bet to win the whole thing was Caitlin Bristow. Oh, yeah, you said that. My girl, Caitlin Bristow, who I said is going to win this whole thing. I've said on this show, I, we said it to AJ McLean. I said it on ET Canada. Before any of this even started, as soon as you were announced, I said that you were going to win the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. I hope you're right. right? Look at that. Look at that. Roz was oh. right from the very beginning, Caitlin. Oh, that is really impressive. You you need to do something with that. That's wild. I know this is. I think that this is my highlight, though. Like that's why that, that's why I'm sort of celebrating your win as my win as well. I hope you don't mind if that's okay. Uh, Caitlin, where is the mirror ball right now? In front of me. I'm staring at it. Oh, nice. So you get to keep that one that was presented to you on on television on Monday. Yes, and they already got me a little plaque that's engraved and on it. Oh, oh now God. what does your dance partner get? What does Artem Artem get? He he actually gets one too. But oh, I think okay. both partners get a mirror ball. Yeah. Oh, sick. So you had wanted this for so long, and we can't we we can't forget um, your reaction when Chris Harrison told you that you were going to do Dancing with the Stars because this was something that you had wanted to do for a long time and you couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so, does that sort of I don't want to use the word journey. But you know what I mean? Uh, your journey. I've used the word journey so many times. Okay, you're allowed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so your journey to winning it all was probably a little bit more hardcore than what anybody has had to go through, just with how much you wanted this and you weren't allowed to do it, right? Right. Yeah. I, I do think that makes it a little bit, that win a little bit sweeter because it's been five years in the making. And I feel like I wanted this so badly five years ago. So um, to be where I'm at in life right now and to now have won that trophy, I was like, this is the most surreal feeling I've ever felt. On Monday's episode, when you did your dance, you saw the the people you were competing with, everyone else. At any yeah. point during all of that, were you looking at them being like, oh, man, I think they got it? Um, yeah, I thought Nelly was going to take it because that's that, you know, it's a voting show and he's got some serious fans who love to watch him dance. So yeah. I was like, you know what? And then I start getting in my head. I heard Tyra Banks say, welcome back to the unpredictable season. And I'm yeah. like, oh, unpredictable. Does that mean Nelly's going to win? <laughs> I know you get so triggered by these words that they use on these shows. huh? <laughs> having gone through having gone through the bachelor mill a couple times. Yeah. Like you can't say unpredictable. <laughs> predictable you can't say shocking you can't say anything no i get in my own head so after after you won you get the mirror ball what happened after the show did you all get to get to celebrate did you have to celebrate by yourself uh did you make a phone call did you call jason what happened yeah i i called my family i called jason and then because um most of us actually all of us that are on the show and the finalists we all get tested every single day and we all got our negative covid results so we had um a little social distancing ga- uh, gathering at Neve's place after oh wow uh, did you get the chance to have one-on-one time after it was all over with Carrie Ann and Abba? I didn't, but you know what? I feel like she's like a proud mom right now to me, and I feel like I will talk to her at some point. And what are you going to say? Did, have your feelings changed? Because I know that you took that really personally. I did. But I think that was my own issue. Um, I don't, you know, they're they're the judges, and I am the dancer, and 
um, I had to take everything that they said with a grain of salt. And sometimes it did feel personal, but um, I mean, she even said herself, she's like, nothing I say when I, when it comes to judging is ever personal. Mm-hmm. And everything that she did say, I, I, I did take it like with respect and, and tried to apply it into every week. And, and then she came around. So we're, you know, I'm going to invite her to my wedding now. There's two, oh, there's two things, that, two proposals that we want to talk about. One, what's going on on The Bachelorette, because we want to get your opinion on that. But what's going on with, what's going on with you and Jason? Because you said that there might be a chance that he would have proposed after the show. I know. It's so funny because people remember that I say that. And uh-huh. every um, interview I did, they're like, no. And I'm like, Okay, I think now that, you know, if Jason was going to do that after the show, he's probably like, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. Oh, God. Oh, too we, obvious. We, we too ruined obvious. it. We ruined it. We ruined it. <laughs> we don't talked about it too okay much. Because you manifested my win, so I'll let you um, have that one. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call your proposal right now. Oh, here we go. Okay. Right. okay. Oh, here we go. On the Rosa here, here, here we go. Are you okay. ready? Caitlin Bristow's proposal will happen Sunday. You think oh. so? Yeah. <laughs> You're talking this Sunday? Yeah. Or I'm ta- no, Sunday? I'm talking this Sunday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll be, that'll be just wild if you're right. Yeah. Yo, you know, you know, for a fact, <laughs> Caitlin's getting her nails done on Saturday, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and what is, what is your take before we let you go? Um, how do you think, uh, how do you think Tasha's done so far? She's amazing. I've wanted her to be the bachelorette for so long. Um, well, since she was on our TVs and I'm loving her. I mean, I think she's doing a fantastic job and I'm excited to watch her the rest of the season. And, uh, for everybody else who is massive Caitlin Bristow fans, as we are here off the Vine is your podcast. You can find that on the podcast One Network. Uh, it's very entertaining and full of um, laughs and wine. Correct? Wine. Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly Especially wine. <laughs> Caitlin Bristow, always a pleasure having you join us on the Raza Moga Show. Congratulations on your Dancing with the Stars win. All the best. And maybe we'll even talk to you on Monday after Jason proposes to you on Sunday. I'm going to have to keep talking to you guys if you keep manifesting all these amazing things for me. Thank you so listen, much. Man, I'm, listen, I'm not going to say anything other than if you're if if, it's, if it is a debate for you on Saturday whether to shave above the knee or to just leave it because it's getting cold out, go above the knee. Okay, I am taking your advice. <laughs> Love you, Caitlin. Take care. Love you guys. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Update your passwords, everybody. Oh, why? Do it today. Going on? Why? What happened? Do it today. Update all your passwords. Why? Everything that you have access to where you need a password, go and update your passwords. Why? What happened? Because as a community, we all suck at passwords and they are way too easy to crack. According to new research, people are still using easy to hack passwords. So? Research from NordPass, which is a password management company, cracked. 200 of the worst passwords that are out there. The obvious one is 123456. Is the most commonly used password for this year. And when they looked at all the passwords that they were able to crack, Mm -hmm. there is little to no difference between passwords being used this year, passwords being used last year, Mm -hmm. the year before, year Mm -hmm. before, year before, year before. List of passwords was created by a third-party company specializing in data breach research. And they looked at a database with 275,699,516 passwords. Sneaky, sneaky. And there are two brand new passwords added to this list that have never been there before. Oh. As the most common. 
So, number one is one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Yeah. Number two is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Perfect. Number three is one of the new words, one of the new passwords being used. Okay. And that is picture one. Picture one? Yeah. Picture, the word picture, and then the number one. Okay. Number four is the actual word, password. Yes. Number five is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Number six is one, 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 one. Ah, you're not going to get me there. Number seven is one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. Number eight is one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Number nine is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Okay. And the second new word added to this list of most common passwords being used. Yeah. Is Senha. S-E-N-H-A. Senha. Which means... Password in Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get me. Change your damn passwords, everybody. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Chris. Hi. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh, my gosh. Hi, I am, like, so ecstatic right now. I can't believe I actually got through. Oh, okay. So what's going on with you? <laughs> I feel like my mom is taking advantage of my ex-sister-in-law. So you wrote us this. My mom was laid off when I was in high school, and you're now 32, and that and she hasn't had a steady job since. She moved in with my ex-sister-in-law for convenience, but continues to stay there rent-free. I've tried numerous times to help, help her out financially and try to get her on her feet. Um, I feel she is still of a healthy age to work and support herself. Do I wash my hands of it and let let her live her life, or is it my job to help out my mom? Mm. So when your mom moved in with your ex sister in law, explain ex sister in law. Yeah, what is w- that? What's w- the relationship? She still your sister in law? Uh, well, I still consider her just because we have a good relationship. Um, it's my brother's ex wife. Your brother's ex wife. Okay, so your mom yeah. is living with your brother's ex wife. Yes. Was she there when the the two of them were still married? She was. How do they have this relationship where this your your sister your ex sister in law is tolerating it and wants her there? Like, what's what's her motivation for keeping your mom around? Well, right now it's convenient with the kids. Like, she helps her out. You know, kind of babysitting here and there. Gotcha. But I feel like, for one, you know, her youngest is getting older, and the space is just not going to accommodate all of them and I feel like it is burdensome for her to be there financially and she's not really contributing to bills and I know that it's been an issue it's just not coming to a head okay now when you say it's been an issue has it been an issue with the ex your ex-sister-in-law like is she calling you saying we got to do something about your mom or is she just not saying anything? She has said something. Not that she wants it to end, but she doesn't want to be mean. But at the same time, she has her life to live and, you know, it's really not her problem anymore. And I feel it's not. And I've tried to help her so many times, you know, just get herself back on her feet, help her, you know, look for a job, look for a place, you know, when she had income, And I just feel like I don't know what else to do for her. And it's like, is it my burden? I feel guilty that she's still there with my ex-sister-in-law instead of maybe with her own kids or just on her own. What's your brother's take on all this? Because I think that he should be more involved than what he is. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. He's had his own hard time financially, so he hasn't been able to help her. 
But I do feel that he just left her high and dry when all of this ended, and she was just left there. But what's there your with, what's your brother's relationship like with your mother? It's good. Well, good in a sense when he needs something, he knows where uh, to call God, her. Well, he gotcha. doesn't say anything no. like about her living there. Not to me. No, he kind of just leaves it. Yeah. So, like, here's the thing: is that you know. You can't make somebody do something that they don't want to do. But the reasons for them not wanting to do something is what you have to sort of figure out. Like, you know, is, is she going through, is, has she gone through depression? Is she still, like, does she need somebody to talk to? Like, this isn't, you can't just go to somebody and call them lazy, right? And you can't, no. you can't start attributing what your version of success is to somebody else. And that should also be their version of success or what it means to live a happy life or what it means to contribute. Like if she's living with your ex-sister-in-law, but is, gets a lot of satisfaction and really feels like she's contributing, taking care of the kids, you know, then that's a good life for her, but it may not be for you. You may see her as she's still young and she can go out and support herself, but she may not see happiness that way she may not see success that way yeah i just i feel like she's given up and she's lost that then, motivation sure, and then, then that's never came back yeah then that's different then that's a that's a conversation but you can't in a when when somebody's going through stuff like this because we're now talking years like how long has she been out of work and sort of living like this it's been way too long like, like 15 15 years or so yeah oh yeah it's been quite a while just on and off with jobs here and there but nothing ever steady yeah, it's tough. The one thing you can't do is like you can't call somebody lazy, you know, you can't just tell them to get off their ass. You can't like it doesn't it doesn't work that way. Like you if, if you think that your mom needs help. OK, what she doesn't need is you saying you got a couple good years left in you. Why don't you go work like that? That's that's not the help that she needs. Like if your mom truly needs help, you and your brother should get her somebody to talk to. You know, you, you, you don't know what it's like for somebody who feels that opportunity is something for everybody else, but not for them, you know, and, yeah. and it's not your job to constantly present your mom with opportunity. It's your job to make sure that your mom has the sort of confidence and self-esteem where she can capitalize on opportunity or she can seek out opportunity, but you're not going to be able to fix this on your own. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I honestly, can I just say this before going, I love listening to you guys going to work, picking up my kids, like everywhere, cleaning the house. I'm like constantly listening to the podcast or the live show. I'm up at work. I'm actually at work right now. Um, but um, yeah, like I just, you guys give awesome advice. And I just really thought I needed to call in about this. It's been so pressing and there was nowhere else I could really turn. So thank you guys Aww, so much. Oh, that's the best. best. Thank you so much, Chris. We appreciate you. Thanks. Oh, hey, hey, Chris. Yeah. Uh, between Ron and Mocha, who's your favorite though? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, uh, this is like so hard and I know everybody says this, but I like you guys for different reasons. Uh, but I love Roz for his advice, to be honest. Like it, that's a lot of the reason. And uh, I love yeah, your yeah. He gives great He gives great advice. I have awesome energy, but, but, but it's, it's Ross. I'm going to have to say Oh, it's wow. Ross. I did not. Did anybody in this room think this was going to go my way today? No, 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 not even I close. love, love everything you have to say. So mm. thanks so much. Both wow. of you though. I really do love, okay. love well, I hope you. when you call your mom today, she just hits ignore. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> love you, Chris. Oh, thanks so much. Love you guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Yeah, more. Hello. 
Hi, how are you? Should I be offended by this? So well, I found well. an old high school crush of mine on Facebook. He's now like a famous DJ. And how long have you been stalking him for? I just found him the other day, November 11th. Okay. So I wrote him. Hey, Wait, is this... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why'd you, how'd you find him? How did he pop yeah. up? Like, you must have searched him for him I before. I Googled his name. I was bored one day. Okay, so I, yeah, so you were stalking him and you found him. Okay. I went through my yearbook and I was trying to find all of the guys that I had crushes okay. on to see if they're still around. So, okay, wow. so... Yeah, you so, got, like, so much time on your oh, hands, please, huh? You don't do that with the lady. I really don't. No, I don't. Okay, so we need... I have to, a family and a child to raise. Okay, so... Oh, oh look wow. At me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm busy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Being normal. See, we all don't have that. Okay, so your point is what now? I wrote him. Okay. And I said, hey, is this the same Luke I went to high school with in Toronto at McKenzie? If so, I hope you're well, bud. How are things? Okay. That was November 11th. Yes. He read it. Yes. Yesterday, I wrote going, darn, I was really... <laughs> Darn, I was what? Darn, I was really looking forward to a super cool reply. He read it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. So I wrote back. I'm like, you wrote back? Wow, take a hint. <laughs> Bro. There's a reason he's not in your life right now. I mean, think of all of the memories we can recapture in our conversation. What sort of memories do you have together? Were you like best friends? No. Oh. He no. wrote my yearbook. Oh. He's the guy in my yearbook that wrote, who's this? Okay. Wow. Okay. He so what, you want him to reply? This, a, this may be the saddest story. <laughs> you want to reply and show. say, hey, remember that time I wrote Who's This in your yearbook? Take the hint, man. He okay. read that. So I'm just like, why wouldn't he just write back going, yeah, it is super busy. I hope you're well. Because he doesn't want to talk to you. He doesn't want you in his life. You think that's what it is? <laughs> what else could it be? <laughs> you guys aren't friends now. You weren't friends then. You're yeah. not friends now. So what kind of relationship did you guys have? Like, we sort of passed each other, like, in the hall or whatever. Our lockers so were next to each other. How much time are you spending at home figuring out how to track down people that you used to just pass in the hallway at school? Quite a bit so of time. The, and then you find them. So you found him where? On Facebook? That's right, because he doesn't have Instagram. So you looked on Instagram. Well, yeah, that's where I started. Okay. And then Twitter? Oh, he doesn't have that either. He doesn't have time. You checked. Yeah. He's okay. a manager. So I didn't go to the manager yet. Okay. So you found him where? On Facebook. You found him on Facebook and you wrote him a message on Facebook. Yeah. Did you send through a friend request? Uh, no, this is a fan page. Oh. This is not like... Okay. Because he's okay. famous DJ. Okay. So you um, sent him this message and go through those messages again, please. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to. Okay. Imagine getting this. So you wrote him what? On November 11th. November 11th, 8 a.m. Yes. Hey, this is, is this the same Luke I went to high school with in Toronto at McKenzie? If so, I hope you're well, bud. Okay, bud. Okay, yeah. And then? He read that. Yeah, and then you wrote him the next one oh. when? What? Okay. I wrote, darn, looking forward to a super cool reply. Darn, I was really looking forward to a super cool reply. Okay. A super cool reply. <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, what else was I supposed to say? But who says super cool reply? Me. Okay, continue. Nothing. And then I wrote back going, darn, think of all of the cool memories we could have rehashed had you have written back. But you have no memories. <laughs> you have no memories you together. Say, you you kind of sound like a psycho. This person is a stranger to you. No, but, uh, no, but I would only sound like a psycho... No, I would only look like a psycho if I didn't have, like, you know, my own Facebook page that he could look at. Like, I'm a legit person. I'm not like... <laughs> Yo, the man's not replying to you. You think he's going to take the time to go to your Facebook page? 
Well, I don't know. I thought it'd be cool if he wrote back and was just like, oh my God, you know, do you remember You're this time? Well or do you remember I'm... this what? But time? you have no memories. No. There's no memories together. No. You I were was... a stranger. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't even remember who this person is. How could I forget? That's a weird man. Oh, okay. How could I forget? <laughs> Bro. That's... Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? And don't, and, and I need you to be straight up honest, okay? Mm. The first time that you put his name into Google to find out where he was, what time of day was that? Oh, like noon. <laughs> Oh my Bro, God. you need hobbies. Yeah. That's a hobby. That's not a hobby. <laughs> you also need to call your husband yes. and tell him how much you love him. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who's this? Hey, it's Tony. How are you? Good. What's up, Tony? Uh, just an update on your uh, street name. Been working on it. Oh my God. So okay. Tony I'm called uh, like a month ago saying that he was going to try to get a street name after me in my hometown of Scarborough. Oh, right. Remember? Yes. And then, so, Tony gave that famous line when Ross said, yo, what kind of pull do you have? And Tony said, I got all the pulls you can pull. <laughs> that was yeah. cool. Tony, you know, after you said that, Ross and I kept saying that for like a week. I got all the pulls you it. can pull, man. Oh, this is called the pull. We're going to, we're all going to go out there. We're going to pull for you, buddy. Okay. So what's so, the, what's the update right okay. now? So we need to know whether you need a street, a drive, terrace, crescent, lane. We already went over this the last conversation. I don't remember that. Okay. I think it was Boulevard we okay. said. Why does that matter, though? Why does, why well, does that because, matter? Well, they're, they're obviously, they don't want to repeat certain names. And uh, Mocha, I think, should go with Lane. <laughs> oh. Okay. What's wrong yeah. with Lane, first of all, Mocha? <laughs> I know. As, as I said that, yeah. I was like... <laughs> What's wrong with Lane? I was hoping, I was hoping you didn't hear that Lane. part. Nothing. There's absolutely yeah? nothing wrong with okay, Lane. Okay, good. Okay, okay, good. Just so you know, uh, I'm hey, very Tony, proud of Roz Weston Lane. Roz Weston Lane and Roz's hometown of uh, of Acton. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's the update? What's the update, man? Well, I, I need some information. I need to, I, I need to know whether you want a street. Bro, we took care of this the last bro, time. Bro, you said you had all the pull you could pull. Bro, you can't call up and say that you have an update and then ask us for an update. <laughs> That's not using your polls. Okay, well, I need Mocha's permission to get, give him a street name. Well, Just give me the okay. So, so what, Mocha is the, the person who decides on this? I don't understand what's going on. Well, I need his uh, I need his okay. I can't just apply his name and he's going to be like, what the hell are you guys doing? What are you doing, man? I don't want a lane. I didn't grow up in the lane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think right? that I think that one of the I think that this is the kind of situation of where you take what you get. Okay. Like I don't think that you can. I don't think that Mocha has the ability to sort of be picky. I think that if it if they're going to say yes to a lane but no to a boulevard, then you take lane. Like what's available? Well, I'll give him whatever he wants. Oh, but it, it's, it's <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> well, yeah, we established this during our last conversation. Yeah, man. Just go with anything. Okay. Go with anything. Okay. Let's see what Scarlett has to offer. No, <laughs> it wasn't for a woohoo. I'm just saying in general, let's see what Scarborough has to offer in terms of names that are available or streets or oh, avenues or whatever God. that are available to be named. Okay, we'll do it. We'll talk soon. I got the poll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it, man. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> it's never happening. I know. It's never uh, happening. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Obama's still on his book tour, A Promised Land. They printed like 
3.4 million or 3.6 million copies of the book. Yeah. And in like the first week, less than a week, it sold like over a mil, close to 2 million. It's crazy. So Obama did an interview with Complex where the interviewer brought up comments that Drake had made 10 years ago <laughs> about know. wanting to play the 44th president one day. Yeah. And here's how that went down. Today, there will be the Obama biopic. Uh, nearly 10 years ago, Drake had told someone, I'm waiting for somebody to make the Obama biopic. I'm biracial. I know I could kill the role. I don't even turn off the TV when he's on. Would you give the thumbs up and the okay for Drake to play you in a biopic? I, I will say this. Uh, Drake seems to be able to do anything he wants. Uh, I mean, that is a talented talented brother and uh uh so you know if the time comes and and, and he's ready you know uh, does he have your stamp of approval uh, you know what drake has more importantly i think uh, my household's stamp of approval i suspect malia and sasha would be just fine with it here's why that's never going to happen here's why drake would never do it why because you're looking at probably four months of pre-production and then probably they could bang this movie off in let's say a couple months big budget three months maybe three and a half months drake is not going to live that long seven months of his life that skinny oh yeah i guess he'd have to drop weight he would have to drop all the weight swole now he's got to get obama skinny if that was ever going to happen and there is no way drake is going to get obama skinny at the peak of his career there is no chance. There is no chance. But it's Obama. Nah, there's no way. It's Obama. Who there, else do you get to play Obama? I don't know. Other people have played him. I guess, yeah. Other, but there was that movie on Netflix. What was it called? Barry? Yeah. Remember that movie? Yeah. I don't know because it's difficult because all the people who do Obama really well are all comics. Yeah. Right? Like, and you're you, not going to ask Fred Armisen. No. Who used to be on SNL. Exactly. Obama. Like, he can do Obama's <laughs> voice, right? Yeah. Like, you all, like, it's. Geez. Or Jay Farrow. Jay Farrow does a great. Exactly. Obama. Exactly. But I don't know if you're going to, like, if you're doing a big budget Obama movie, I don't know if you're going to Jay Farrow. Yeah. Because you need somebody who's going to have the, the, the sort of acting For chops. Me, not that Jay Farrow doesn't have the acting chops, but. I would say I would rather somebody I'm not familiar with. Yes. An unknown. Right. Or an up and coming actor to play Obama because I wouldn't be able to separate Drake from Obama it if Drake were in that role. Fully agree. It takes a special kind of actor to be able to be a star and play somebody that we all know, but in a way where you no longer see the actor. Yeah. And it's not everybody can do that. Like mm -hmm. there's great actors who still can't do that. That's tough. Who do you get? I mean, The Rock really sounds like Obama. He's the closest in oh, voice, God. I think. But <laughs> you, get the rock. Wow. you know how that movie's going to go. It's yeah. going to be Obama going into Afghanistan doing all the work himself. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Patricia, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. Hello. How are you today? I'm okay. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for your text. Oh, thank you for doing what you do. Uh, here's what Patricia said to us, Roz. I just wanted to reach out to say thank you for doing what you do every single day. I'm one of the many elementary teachers experiencing burnout this year, and some days are really, really tough on my mental health. Between your laughs, games, advice, and Maury, just being Maury, listening to you guys on my way to work uh, always gives me 30 minutes to just forget about everything else and genuinely 
genuinely smile and laugh. My days would be very different if they didn't start off with you guys, and I just wanted to say thank you for that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. So what is uh, what is life like when you say when you talk about burnout and mental health and everything else? What are you what are you dealing with on that drive to work? Like many people in all their jobs with all these COVID changes, it's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. There's added stresses due to COVID. And, you know, the thing with teachers is not only are we stressed out because of that, but we've also got. 20 some odd kids relying on us every day yeah. and it's it's just hard to f- not to feel like some days I'm just letting down my kids everything is so rushed trying to you know fit in a normal school day among all those other new protocols that we need to follow to keep them all safe and clean and you know it just there's some days where you just feel like you can't catch up you're not helping out the kids I feel like I'm failing them some days and um. It's just tough. It's just tough. When you, when everything shut down, yeah, we had this conversation a lot, which was because there was a lot of anxiety with kids that they were going to fall behind. And the, the saving grace when everything shut down was literally every kid in the entire world hit pause on school. Yeah. And so nobody was going to actually fall behind. And when it all picked up again, everybody was going to sort of start off from the same place. But what you see now and I want to get your opinion on this, is that when things did start back up, not everything started back up in the same way for all the same kids all over the world. And what you're seeing now is you're seeing kids who are falling behind. You know, I I think it's more so uh, a mental transition than an academic transition. Kids surprise you with how fast they can catch up, even Mm -hmm. though it wasn't the same last year online. But the behavioral aspect and the mental health aspect for many of these kids who are out of school, out of routine for so long, that's affecting their learning this year. And I think that's also one of the challenges is we're trying to transition back, but at the same time, it's it's still a different year. So that's creating a huge stress as well. Uh, Patricia, how long have you been a teacher for? Uh, This is my sixth year teaching. Oh, okay. And like within your school, do you have like, is there like like a teacher... I don't know, like support group, like do, do a bunch of you kind of get together to, to talk about everything and like maybe just have a group discussion and, and relieve any of the stress from each other? Uh, we certainly do on our own account. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing. Set oh yeah, in no, nothing official. Uh, for that. No, no. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we do. We do. And that's helpful for sure. <laughs> I think the greatest thing was when everybody realized that there were so many fears, so many grown-ups, right? All the people, all the smartest people in the room who knew better, they all thought that when school was going to start, that all these kids were going to be maniacs and nobody was going to want to wear a mask and they were going to be like throwing them around everything else. And I love the fact that every single kid walked into school wearing a mask and they knew exactly what to do and they're the only people not complaining about it. Yeah, because they're smart. Yeah, they get know, it. They get surprised. it right away. Yeah. yeah, They do. It did surprise me. That is one of the things I have to remind them of the least. Yeah. The, the, the bigger one is getting them to keep their distance from each other because they're kids, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, but but the mask thing, you're right. It's, it's been fantastic. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What's that, Maury? Maury? And, and is that, I'm wondering if that's why I should do uh, a few teacher jokes right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to hear Maury do some teacher jokes? Are you absolutely. in the mood? Yes, absolutely. Sure. Okay. Damn it, Maury, go ahead. She didn't say anything about teacher jokes, no. but. <laughs> go ahead, Maury. Okay. Why were the teacher's eyes crossed? Why were the teacher's eyes crossed? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. She couldn't control her pupils. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pupils is true. Yeah, yes, yes, students. yes. Works right. both ways, that joke. <laughs> I don't get it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anything else? Okay. How is an English teacher like a judge? How is an English teacher like a judge? They both give out sentences. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Okay. Um, why does the teacher go to the beach? Why? To test the waters. <laughs> It's always great when somebody calls in and they're just like, hey, you know, I'm really concerned about my mental health. And then Maury, Maury comes in and does this and actually contributes to the to the, to the negative parts. <laughs> these, these are all actually terrible jokes <laughs> and highly offensive to teachers. Would you like to do one more? No, one no. more, Maury. One more. No, I don't have any more. Oh. oh. <laughs> hey, Patricia, we love you lots. Thank you for, for listening to thank the Raza Moga Show. And thank you for everything that, that you're doing out there in the schools. Oh, thank you in return. No, oh, hey, best. real quick, between Ronald and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I was expecting this question. Um, okay, I've thought a lot about this. I know I'm not allowed to say what I like about both of you. Am I allowed to say that? Sure. You're allowed to say okay. what you like about both of us, yeah. but in the end, you still have to just pick one. Okay. I love how kind and I can just tell how good spirited Mocha is. You're welcome. Oh. I love your laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that thought, Roz. And, and I love how Roz is so well spoken. And Roz, you give really good advice and every message you give is just is so clear and it really resonates with me. So if I really had to pick, I think I would have to say Roz. <laughs> I did not think this was going to go my way <laughs> at all. You were sitting there looking so nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> Love you lots, Patricia. Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Sierra. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi. So, what's up? Uh, okay, so my fiancé puts gaming over me and our daughter. Oh, wow. Jeez, yeah. You wrote us this. You were on the verge of throwing out your fiancé's gaming laptop and phone off the balcony. Yeah. Between the two, he is constantly playing the game. He always chooses his games over his family. And when I asked for help uh, with our two-year-old daughter, he makes it known that he is annoyed. I feel like I'm constantly nagging him to spend time with us and that we're a big inconvenience to him. How can I get through to him? Hmm. Now, Sierra, when he says, after you talk to him and he says or makes it known that he's annoyed, does he say anything specifically or does he reluctantly... Mm -hmm help out with whatever it is you're asking him to help with. He reluctantly will help out and he'll just like he'll huff and puff around the house and then I'll ask him what's wrong and he'll just be like oh, just forget about it. It's mm -hmm, nothing. Mm -hmm. huh. Uh, so we've had similar stories on Fix My Life before, and one of the, the things that I remember sort of being important at the time and that had helped was... If you're going to complain about something, and I don't, I'm not calling you a nag, okay? But what I am saying is that if you're going to complain about something in a relationship because your partner's doing something, right? The wrong time to bring it up is when they're doing that thing. Okay. Okay? If, yeah. if, if the video games are a problem, you're not going to have that conversation with him while he's playing video games. Because he's right. in a total different... Okay? Headspace at that point. You're not going to have that conversation with him right after he finished playing video games. Okay. That will always, that will always feel like an attack. 
whether he's right or wrong mm-hmm. or being you're being ignored, all this other stuff. You can't have a conversation about the thing while they're doing the thing. And that goes for most things. Okay. Um, so, okay. You, so you have to schedule a time to sit down and talk. Now, I think that the problem when it comes to games is when you have somebody who doesn't understand. And then as soon as you even bring it up, he feels threatened because he thinks that you are either one calling him an addict or two, you think it's for losers or three, you think he should grow up or all this other stuff. People just wind up feeling attacked. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with scheduling time for gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have that conversation, Mm -hmm. but what do you do on the times when he's not gaming? So if you say, hey, listen, no gaming on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday nights, okay? Can you do that for the family? And then if he says, yeah, okay, cool, then on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can't just sit around and do nothing. Right. Okay? You have to figure out something to do because what winds up happening, and this is really unfortunate, is that I get the sense that if he has the choice on how to spend his time, he will always choose gaming over the two of you guys. Right. That's the conversation yeah. you have. How much time are we talking, Sierra, that he he's playing games? Like, as soon as he gets home from work, or does he, like, spend a little bit of time with you guys, and then maybe after dinner he starts to game? Like, what are we talking about both with his phone and maybe the computer or gaming console, whatever it is? Yeah, so, like, on weekdays he'll come home... And we'll have dinner because he gets home right around dinner time. Okay. But then, like, after dinner, if I say, hey, like, let's take the dog for a walk, he'll be like, no, it's too cold. Like, I'll just stay here. You guys can go. So then I'll go and take the dog for the walk. And by the time I get back, he's playing games. Yeah. Or I'll put our daughter in the bath and he'll play games. And then as soon as she's in bed, he's, like, on his laptop until he goes to bed. Yeah, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. So-, so he doesn't help at all, like, even with your daughter? Like what happened? How old is your is your daughter? Uh, she's just about to turn two. Okay, so what happens if he's like playing games, for example, and she crawls up to him or walks up to him and is trying to get his attention? What does he do at that point? He'll like he'll brush her off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you, yeah, you can listen. You don't have to say no more games. You can't throw the games off the balcony. Okay, but you have okay. to you have to you have to manage the time. That's what this is about. Because as it is right now, what he's doing is anytime he has a free moment, okay, he's he's gaming because he knows that he he's it's almost like he's got to sneak around a little bit mm-hmm. because as soon as you go out for a walk, he's going to game. As soon as you take the, the, the kid into the bath, that's free time for him. He's going to game, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. the way that it works. You don't throw the consoles over the balcony. What you need to do is sit down and have a conversation and figure out why he chooses to game every time time he has an option to either spend time with his family or to game. So you need to have that conversation with him. And then you need to schedule time. And that's just the reality of it, that you need to, you do not feel like a priority because you're not, because the things that he prioritizes have nothing to do with you and nothing to do with the kid. And you're fine with gaming, but you just got to schedule game time. And then the rest of it is family time. And when it's family time, you can't sit around on your phones and not talk to each other. When it's family time, you have to actually be a family. Does he play, uh, like, when he eats dinner with you guys, is he on his phone at the same time playing games? Sometimes. That hurts. That's a problem. And what are you doing? Are you on your phone too? No. No. Okay. Yeah, you you have to have that conversation. And they're difficult conversations to have, but you can't have it while he's gaming and you can't have it as soon as he finishes gaming. Okay. Okay. And, and also there's nothing wrong with you sort of supporting him in his love for gaming as you would with anything else. Mm -hmm. 
right. you, you just have to manage it. You have to manage it within the sort of structure of your family, but you still have to be a family. And he has to get to the point of where he knows when he can game. He knows that you're cool with him gaming. So he doesn't have to make the choice to sneak around and always choose gaming because he feels like it's threatened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That all makes sense, I guess. Does that yeah. help, Sierra? Yeah. Yeah, it helps. What, what, game, does, what game does he play, by the way? I was just going to ask. Can you tell me the name of it? That's got him, like, super lit. Oh, my gosh. Okay. On his laptop, he plays World of Warcraft. Yeah. Oh, good game. And, yeah. Okay. Time-consuming. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and on his phone, he plays, I don't know, something called Among Us. I don't oh, know my God. Yo, that's, like, the number one game right now. Yeah. Hell, yeah. You yeah. spend a lot of time to clear that game. Okay, next. Uh, those are the only two I know, I think. I get the sense from your tone that you think it's a bit loserish. I wouldn't if he would just, like, not be constantly on it. I think it's loser- loserish to spend your entire life playing a game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. go go talk to your husband. Okay, I will. Okay? All right, Sarah. And let us know okay. how it goes. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson are filming a new movie called Man from Toronto. And they're in Toronto, actually all over Ontario filming. And there's one guy in Brampton who is a huge fan of Kevin Hart, like super fan. Right. That he ended up buying a billboard, like the billboard that you see when you're driving by, like on the highway or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It cost him three grand and he bought a, uh, a billboard and it has a picture of Kevin Hart with two dumbbells in his hands. And this guy, I guess he runs his own gym. His name's Sonny. So on the left side of the billboard is a picture of Kevin Hart. On the right side, in big letters, it says, Yo, Kevin, I heard you're in Toronto. I'm a big fan. Can I take a selfie? And then had like a link for his YouTube channel and his phone number. Gotcha. So Kevin Hart sees it. Oh, he did? Yes. And sends dude a DM and says, Man, this is dope as hell. Please DM your number and I'll, I will arrange for sure. Wow. And this is going to happen soon because they're going to be wrapping up filming any day now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? Like, shoot your shot. Yeah. Three grand, though. God, that's a big investment. I know. It's a lot of money. For a chance. It's a lot of money for a picture with Kevin Hart. Don't get me wrong. I love Kevin Hart. So do I. Right? I really do. I think the guy's, I think he's great. Um. My family loves Kevin Hart. Yeah, like, but three grand on a billboard, huh? I couldn't justify it. Three grand I on a... I spent that to get a picture with Mariah. Yeah, well, yeah, but you got to actually see Mariah live, though, and go to her concert. Or was the three grand separate from the concert tickets? Three grand was separate from the concert Oh, my God. Come in here for a second. What did you pay for that? I forget the, I forget when we did Mariah by the Numbers, what that was. And, and, and this was not your... Mariah by the and, and this was not your first time seeing Mariah. No. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Uh, maybe you forgot. So, we got engaged on stage. I, with I remember that. So what was this package that you paid for? This was so that we, it was in Vegas. Yes. And it was just for the meet and greet. Like so, but, but how much were the tickets and the flights in the hotel? It all came out to about $8,000. Right. Oh, my God. And how many minutes or hours were you uh, hanging out with Ms. Mariah Carey? It worked out to about maybe 90 seconds. Oh, this is when, hold on a second here. Hold on. This is when, it's one of my greatest celebrity stories of all time. One of my greatest celebrity stories of all time. So when you get a picture with Mariah Carey, this is the best. (laughs) This is the absolute best. I love this. This is one of the reasons why I love Mariah Carey. So when you get up, so when you're backstage and you're at the meet and greet with Mariah Carey, Uh and so it's Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew. 
who Maury just mentioned, huge Mariah Carey fans. Years ago, they got engaged on stage at Mariah Carey. Maury arranged the whole thing, so Mariah is really a part of their love story. Oh, never Quick heard side that story. Bar. Quick sidebar. So when Backstage, you, when we mentioned, as you may remember, we got engaged with you on stage, the, she didn't remember. Her manager said, you remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's always great, huh? <laughs> hey, you know Maury. Who? <laughs> okay. Um, so when you go and get a picture with Mariah, you do, you stand there, and then Mariah comes and stands in between you. Okay. You don't get to use your camera you don't get to use your phone you don't get to do anything else they take the picture and then you give them your email address yeah. and then they email you the picture because the, they got to touch it up and stuff but right? why they email you the picture is because they touch up mariah carey yeah but they don't touch you up oh yes <laughs> so <laughs> so when you look at this picture mariah looks like this angelic goddess next yeah. to two tiny trolls <laughs> Because these guys are all sweaty and pasty. Oh, no. And Mariah is completely done head to toe. Oh, beautiful. Pro Photoshop. Yeah. Everything else. And all the filters. Out, however, like a couple of car oils. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maury? You're, you're missing the, the other part. Please. Where they touched up Mariah and somehow I guess they changed her body. Yes. And it removed Matthew's arm. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> Gotta work on that edit. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a tweet that's taken off right now that I want to talk to you about. Go for it. Uh, there's a woman named Emily Flake. She's out of New York. She's a cartoonist, a performer, a comedian. And she tweeted out a series of four pictures. And the tweet reads, mm -hmm. I've never planned a better party than the one I planned when I was eight. Mm -hmm. And the four photos are four pieces of paper of the itinerary for the evening that she was going to have with her friends. Oh, and how old was she? Eight? Eight years old. Okay, I'm down. So it says, uh, plans for my guests for the slumber party. The guests include Kristen, Amanda, Heather, Sarah, and Darcy. Okay. So at 4.30, guests arrive. Love it. 4.31, run up to my room. Okay. 4.33, <laughs> lay out the sleeping bags. Yeah. 4.33 to 4.45, talk and giggle. Okay. <laughs> 4.45 to 5, make funny faces and make remarks. So, yeah, it's my perfect day. Uh, 5 to 5.45, eat supper. 5.45, <laughs> go upstairs again. <laughs> 5.45 to 6. Uh, draw pictures. Solid plan. 6 to 6.30. Read. Uh, read at a sleepover? Yeah. Uh, 6.30 to 7. It says, dance and pretend to be on, and then I can't read the other word. I don't know if it's a TV show, a dancing show, okay. or something at school, but they're going to dance. 7 to 7.30, lie around talking about how some things are so mean. Oh, my God. 7.30 to 8, read a little bit more. 8 to 8.25, put on makeup and giggle. 8.25 to 8.30, take off makeup. <laughs> 8.30 to 8.35, dad takes our pictures. 8.35 to 8.54, <clears throat> dad takes us for donuts. Oh, wow. 8.54 to 9. Eat them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, six minutes, huh? <laughs> 9 to 9.25, play hide and seek. 9.25 to 9.50, in all caps and large letters, it just reads, dance. <laughs> <laughs> 
950 to 955, get into PJs. 955 to 1045, have a pillow fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is lofty ambitions for an eight-year-old. <laughs> 1045 to 1101. Read a little bit more. Read? I can't imagine that. I can't imagine it's like going, a third round of reading. Man, there's three reading sessions at this sleepover. 1101 to 1202, have another pillow fight. Oh, stop it. You're eight. You're not staying up until midnight. Y'all try. Y'all fail. I've 1202 seen it. 1202 to 1230, pretend to be an animal. 1230 to <laughs> 1, play charades. 1 to 130 a.m., have another pillow fight. No, please. 130 a.m. to whenever we wake up. Sleep <laughs> at one thirty. Yeah. Okay. One of those. I'm going to tell you right now. If she had four friends come over, one of them didn't make it to donuts. <laughs> I know that much. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then uh, on the list, it continues. It says whenever we wake up until ten a.m., eat breakfast. Ten to ten fifteen, get dressed. And then it says uh, 10, 15 to 11, but then they didn't post like what happens after that. I assume the parents come pick up the, the friends. So this is somebody who found their old itinerary. She's grown now and she found an old itinerary that she had set up for an eighth, when she was eight for a yeah. sleepover with some friends. For her and five of her friends. And it's a pretty good party. I'm going to say though, man, if I ever went to a sleepover and if either my mom said, did you make sure you bring something to read? Or <laughs> if I was on my way to a sleepover where like the guy was like, dude, make sure you bring your book. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell kind of sleepover is this? Three times reading at the yeah. sleepover. And long reading sessions too. Long reading sessions. <laughs> no thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What up, homie? Woof. How are you? Tired. Oh. Are you so tired for him? Uh, I start, well, I watched Dancing with the Stars last night. Oh, and? And I have so many questions that we'll get to a little bit later. Uh -oh. But I'm so happy that Caitlin Bristow won because I yeah. called it from the very beginning. You really did. Um, but then I started watching. What do you mean then? What do you mean? How long was your show last night? Finished at 10. And then you started watching something else? Uh-huh. You didn't just get tucked into bed? No, 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 no. What time was it that I sent you guys that last email? Like 8.15 last night? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So what time you went to bed? 8.15, As huh? soon as I hit Man. send on this that was, email, I went was, to bed. This was July. The sun would still be out. Yeah. Don't care. Don't care. Nope. Wow. No, I started watching a show called, uh, what is it? Is it The Undoing? Is that what it is? The Undoing? Don't you say something. I'm on episode one. On Netflix? No, on, oh. uh, I don't know, like HBO or Crave or one of okay. those things. What's it about? It's, I don't know. It's, it's, first of all... Uh, First of all, it was too late. I can guarantee no, you that. First of all, it took me forever to find it because I don't understand the Crave channels. Okay. I okay? know. There's a million of them and I don't know where things are. And I then, know it's the worst. And then everything's in alphabetical order until you get to the end. And then they throw in like three or four different shows that have nothing to do with alphabetical order. They just stick them at the end. Yeah. So it's impossible to find anything. Anyway. Like, here, try these. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so I started watching the show and it's Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. What? Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, I watched episode one. Tell it's me more. heavy. It's good. So What's they're it about? they're like this um, sort of. He's a doctor and she's a, a, a psychotherapist, I believe, marriage counselor, and they're sort of well to do in New York. And their kid goes to a uh, private school, and all the moms hang out from the private school, and they all sort of like do the auctiony things and. 
Are you talking about Big Little Lies? No, it's very much like Big Little Lies, and then like and it. then something really bad happens. Oh yeah, yes, and just then like so, Big Little yes, Lies. Yes, and then it's something. From the same guy that did Big. Oh, is it the same Lies. dude? Yeah, that's why it feels like Big Little oh, Lies. Oh really? It's the same guy. Oh, Big, is it really David E. Kelly? Is it? Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm into that. Okay, um, I'll watch it. What's but, it called? Uh, the Untouched. It's called Un- The Untouchables. No, what is it? The Undoing. Undoing. The okay, Undoing. Okay, okay. Uh, it's really good though. Really? Yeah, and Nicole Nicole Kidman is just crazy. She doesn't one one. She doesn't age right, which is just so wild. She's so beautiful. Uh, and she's just incredible in everything. And the way that she just, as an actor, the way that she does a scene when she says nothing, when she just looks at somebody, mm-hmm. like, I know it's weird to say, but she may be the, the best nonverbal actor out there because the way she just looks at people is incredible. Facial expressions are great. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, there's no expression. It's just her look. It's She's so incredible at it. Um, and then the show gets real heavy, and then you start on episode to, one. On already? episode one, yeah, uh-huh. and, then, and then you're right back in like Big Little Lies territory, where you're mm. like, "What the hell's going on here? Do I like? Are they doing another do season I, of that? I don't know. By the way, I don't know. But you start uh-huh. to think like you just watch an hour of television. You're like, "How much of what I just watched do I have to rethink now? Yeah, because a lot of it. Do, so are you going to go back and watch episode one again? I did was episode one last night. No, no. But are you going to now that you have more questions? Are you going to go back? No, to I'm see watch if there's epi- anything you missed? No, I'm going to watch episode two tonight because hopefully they, they fill in some of those blanks. What? Big Little Lies 2021. Oh. Season three. Is it? They are oh, doing yeah? a season three of Big Little Lies? Well, there you go. There's your answer. But <laughs> I'm telling you, watch this show. Like if you miss Big Little Lies and that sort of I vibe of, yeah. that, of that whodunit, right? Yeah. It's really good. It's really, really good. Like it's, um, oh God, I want to say so much. Shem, help me out here. You know what I mean? Oh, you watch the show? Sure do. Yeah. Uh, did you, you see you didn't see it, Maury? You got to watch it, man. Okay. You're on episode four, Sham. Am I right? Does it get? Because stop me if it sucks after episode okay, one. How about just like stop no. talking? Why? <laughs> Look, I'm so into it now. Okay, no, I, we got to do a full show. I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to get you hooked on a show that starts to blow after episode one. I can't watch this yet. I'm watching the Christmas Bake Off show. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> get out. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See that picture of Chris Hemsworth yesterday? No. Oh, brother. Hold on, what? Hold on, let me look, let me look. What happened? It's Chris Hemsworth working out with a giant tire. So just look at that picture and then take a look at... I can see the tire. Chris Hemsworth, okay. Hold on, I'm searching on Twitter right now. Oh my God! What the hell, man? Okay. Yo! Hold on, is that a real photo? Yeah. His so, muscles are insane. Okay, so Chris Hemsworth posts that photo, and I think he called it cheat day or something like that, where he's just oh, like, okay. Thanks, he's, he's massive, right? Yeah. He is massive. Thanks for making me feel bad about my body. And immediately after Chris Hemsworth posts that picture, yeah. Hulk Hogan tweets, he's already there. He's ready, brother. But is he good looking enough to play me? Because... The story goes is that Hemsworth is packing on massive amounts of weight and muscle because they're going to start shooting the Hulk Hogan movie for Netflix. I thought he looked bigger than Hulk ever had. Oh, God, no. Hulk is a just, he's a massively thick man. So this right? is not for the next Thor mo- movie? No. This is for Hulk. No, this Sorry, is for Hulk. For, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like this, fo- it doesn't even look real. His no. muscles are... Yeah. They're just massive. Yeah. Like you could see the line. You know when you see like in a biology book? Yes. You see the lines on muscles? Yes. Like that's what you could see through his skin right now. Yes. So he is getting Hulk Hogan ready. And then Hogan posted like back and forth picture of Hogan in his prime, Hemsworth, Hogan, Hemsworth, right? Yeah. And if you look at Hogan, Hogan was never like ripped though. 
No. Like, he was like, he had big giant arms. And you could see so, like 24 massive, inch pythons, yeah, massive, to be exact. massive definition. But Hogan was just thick. Yeah. So Hemsworth has to get that big and then almost Yo, I, let himself go a little bit. I can't, I can't, can't even have believe the definition. Photo, no, because right? Hogan, Hogan wasn't cut. No. Like he wasn't ripped. I mean, when he was on roids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, staring uh, at this photo right I, now. I know. I, no, how long <laughs> did you stare at it for, Maury? Oh, it's Matthew's home screen on his is, phone is now. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yo, okay, but I, I am looking at this photo. No disrespect to, to Hemsworth. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because he's putting in the work, he and is. I appreciate it, and I know how, uh, you know, how disciplined you have to be. Yes. But when you look at some of the photos of Hogan, and you look at some of the photos of Chris... Yes. And maybe it's in the works. Maybe it's in the plans. Right. But I think into his routine, he might need to add a couple of extra leg days in there. Yeah, 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 See, yeah. Ross yeah. once talked about this. Everybody always works up the upper part and forgets about the leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need leg day, bro. Yeah, you got prisoner's body. That's what the guys in the joint do. That's why they call it. That's why they call it. That's why they call it a con body, because everybody in the yard just they all you do is just hit the dumbbells. Nobody does squats. Nobody's working on legs. Nobody and, likes doing no. squats. Maury, if you and Matthew are both so attracted to this look, why is one of at least one of you not ripped? Like oh, if, I was before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> can't even say that with a gay face. <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Out in New Brunswick, they were doing their da- daily COVID-19 update. And uh, you've seen these before where you watch it on television. The doctors are there. The government officials are there. Yeah. And then all the reporters are on the phone in sort of a queue. And then they say, okay, now we're going to go to Mocha, who writes for the... Scarborough Beacon, and then you're like, "Hello, Mr. Premier," and well, that's I'm so like, on so Dunno, forth, right? Fam, yeah, exactly. Guan Star, exactly. Scarborough Ting, massive. So this was going on in New Brunswick yesterday, and they say it, the headline is that it must have been a reporter, but there's a lot of other people also on those calls. Yeah. So it may have been a reporter, it may not have been a reporter, but this is live on television as the doctor is standing there, ready to take questions, and there's all these people on this line whose mics are hot and on television as they're trying to answer COVID questions, somebody takes a leak. (laughs) Thank you, Ms. Cunningham. Thank you, Dr. Tom Bateman. Time to transfer. Oh, hi there. I'm worried that... Hang on one sec, folks. That is not me. That is not me. Everybody, please mute your microphones. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, you know what I noticed, though? There's no flushing. Uh, no. <laughs> the didn't flush. And can I tell you, I am so terrified of this, right? Yeah. This is why my life lends itself to COVID-19, because there have been many times where I'm waiting for something. I'm on a call. Even though I muted everything else, accidents happen, right? Uh-huh. This is why I will say, this is why you have to sit when you pee. <laughs> okay to avoid uh, to avoid this kind of embarrassment this would never happen to me because i sit when i pee i sit when i pee and also i don't have the instinct to flush afterwards because i actually have to reach around and do it like you don't instinctively just reach down and flush the toilet it right hurts. No, it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt stretch it's not because no it's not no i'm, I'm perfectly flexible i could do it it's yeah. just not at my eye line <laughs> okay okay does it hurt this is the Roz and mocha show podcast
Oliver O'Brien is trying to do a good thing to help people in need. Yeah, the uh, Parkdale Community Food Bank uh, in Toronto is the charity that... um, may benefit from this guy's insanity. Can we say insanity? So what happened was somebody dropped off a can of soup to be donated to the Parkdale Community Food Bank. This can of soup, by the way, it's President's Choice Chicken with Egg Noodle Soup, Mm. is from 2006. Mm. That is an old-ass can of soup. (laughs) Now, he has said that if he can raise $10,000 by today, that he will actually eat the can of soup. Hey, Oliver, it's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Hey, good morning. Where's that can of soup right now? That can of soup is is out of my hands currently. It's a, it's at Parkdale Food Bank with all the other cans of soup that they have. So when you guys got this donated, because people just sort of go through their cupboards and they just, they want to do the right thing. And sometimes people don't know that the can of soup was from... 2006 or whenever this thing is <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. We, that, that, it's a president's choice can. It's bright purple. It, it, no, no one, it's got like fonts that no one has used since the early 2000s, like Times New Roman. No, no, they knew, they knew. Okay. Okay. So let's say, let's say they knew. So uh, logic would say you just throw the cane in the garbage, but what, what brought this sort of, how did the genius happen where you said, why don't we try and capitalize on this and do some, and do some good with it? What was the discussion where you said, take the can out of the garbage, give it to me. And if we can raise 10 grand, I'll eat it. Listen, I work in social media and I'm pretty active on it so um, when I saw uh, them post a story um, the Instagram uh, account for Parkdale Food Bank um, they were just sort of poking fun at the fact that they got a 2006 can and I mean there was a slight like disappointment in it and I just kind of impulsively said yeah I'll eat it for if your followers donate 10k and then like before i knew it i'm on toronto star so where are the don't so so the way that it's working is and i think that this is goes you know into the whole genius idea of it is because you're raising way more than 10 grand um because people have a choice right they can donate to Mm -hmm. team don't eat the soup or team eat the soup so where are the numbers right now last i checked uh team eat the soup is winning um, I think they were about 8K, um, and I think uh, Team Donate is just just behind by 7,500. Oh, wow. Okay, so you need how much more to eat the soup? Um, one of them has to reach 10K, so and ha- it's got to be by midnight tonight. So, oh. guys, donate. If I donated the rest of it right now, would you eat the soup on this show on Zoom? Um, <laughs> if I ate it on the show? Yeah. Uh, oh man, you, you're calling you're calling me out on this, eh? But no, no, no! You called yourself <laughs> out on this by saying, "I will eat this can of soup if I reach ten thousand dollars." So I'll get you to ten thousand dollars right now. You could get the ten grand right now, and the money is going to a great cause, a fantastic cause. That's what it's all about. Oh, you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna use that on me, eh? Um, we have, look, we have our own plan for, for the soup unveiling. Um, I'm still going to, I'm still going to donate and I'm going to get you pretty close to, to 10. So other people can sort of kick in and get you over the top because you have to eat this can of soup. There's no way, there's no way you can say that 
you may eat a can of ancient soup and not eat the can of ancient soup. It depends. It depends who wins. Hold on here. Where's the Where's the link? Where do I find the, the link, link to donate? Yeah, you can you can either um, go to my Instagram where it has a link in my bio, or okay. you can go to Parkdale Food Bank's Instagram where the link is in their bio. So Parkdale Food Bank, right? He's doing it right now, yeah. Oliver. What do I say? Eat the soup, right? <laughs> yeah. Eat the soup exclamation mark and then i'm just going to write xo Roz. hold on what? if you're going to donate the 2k we still really 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 want people to donate it doesn't end until midnight tonight there's still a chance that you know at this point there's so many donations yeah. we kind of have to figure out which one's the highest okay but i need i need to lobby now people to have you eat the soup and i'm going to and i'm i'm throwing in 2k right now so Oliver, had you have you been eating other expired foods uh, in preparation of this? <laughs> oh man, I went to the Swan Dive. This great bar uh, offered me free hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. and then I, I went there last night, and they they were like, "Oh wait, no, we have to give you this," and it was like an expired chicken soup. And like, oh. <laughs> oh, they poured it right on my hot dog. It was a chili dog. Okay, that's all good. That's all good. That's all good. And I'm hitting a complete donation now. There you go, Oliver. Ten thousand dollars. Eat the soup. Eat the soup. Courtesy of Roz. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see tonight when when the when the the countdown's over. Listen, man. Hey, I don't I don't have access to the donations. That's all. You can see it right now. You just bank. said when Come you on, look man. up the current donation amount, you will be able to see that you've achieved your goal of ten thousand dollars, which you said you're trying to raise for the Parkdale Food Bank. Now, that all said, okay, Oliver, um, I think what you're doing is really great. Yeah, I think I that it. any way that you can put yourself out there and raise a ton of money for an organization that is just truly awesome and they do wonderful things, uh, I'm happy to put down two grand to get you to 10 grand to hopefully have you eat the soup. And I hope that this is an inspiration for everybody. Thank you so much. Can I just say some things? Um, Parkdale Community Food Bank's client base has gone up about 33% since March. Yeah. So it's about 3,000 clients a month. And I don't think anybody, most people know this. I didn't know this until I got into this, that um, they don't get any government funding. Mm -hmm. Zero. It's all, it's all just funding from people like you and I and and all your listeners. So please, please, please donate. They can do so much more with money than they can do with food. Um, They can cover operation costs. They can get more quality food. Um, They can, they can, you know, they can get more storage. They can do so many things. And, and lastly, just so everybody knows, there's a, going to be a toy drive at the Parkdale Food Bank. Um, they're going to be holding it at Ronte Vale United Church. Sundays, 12 to 3, Monday to Thursday, 9.30 a.m. to 3 p.m., Friday, 9.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's extremely important that we donate to the toy bank this year because it's, it's, it's going to be a really, really cold winter for COVID. And yeah. I, I think a lot of people out there are going to have trouble getting toys for their children. And I, I think it's really important that we make this Christmas special. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more, man. Love it, Oliver. Thank you it. so much for joining us on the Ron Zaboka Show. Drink a ton of water because you're going to need it in order to eat that expired soup from 2006. You got it. <laughs> you don't sound too thrilled right now. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. All right. Later, later man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We got Oliver O'Brien on the Raza Mocha <laughs> show once again. We talked to him yesterday, by the way. 
So Oliver O'Brien was working with the Parkdale Community Food Bank, which is a fantastic organization that does so much good for that uh, for that community in Parkdale. And somebody donated a can of soup. It was a can of chicken and egg noodle soup mm. that had expired 14 years ago. Blech. And he had said if somebody donates $10,000, he would eat this can of soup. So you had two choices. You could donate to the don't eat the soup campaign or the eat the soup campaign. Yesterday, he came on the show and he said that he was about $2,000 shy of the eat the soup goal. And so I covered the rest. I donated the last two grand to get them over $10,000, which to me means that the man has to eat the soup. Not that I want somebody to eat a 14-year-old can of soup, but the man's got to eat the soup. Uh, But then they decided to close the, the donation at midnight last night. So yeah. now the numbers we're talking about are astronomical. So what's going on? Is he going to eat the soup or is he not going to eat the soup? All right, Oliver O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, uh-huh. bro. Thank you. Uh, the money for the Parkdale Community Food Bank. Uh, this is incredible. I, I love everything that you did to uh, to help them out. And I love that the, the community came out to show their love and support. So nice that the community came together to watch me die. <laughs> Okay. So you don't have to eat the soup, right? <laughs> yeah, I actually don't have to die. Okay. So here's my question, though. When this, I'm so, don't get me wrong. I'm happy the man doesn't have to eat the soup. I'm happy you guys raised an absolute ton of money. I was happy to contribute yesterday. All of that stuff. I'm so happy. I think you guys are doing incredible work. Just to go back, the, the expired can of soup from 2006. The task was, does Oliver eat the can of soup or does he not eat the can of soup? And you could donate to either side. Should we give the total? So in total, it's $35,000. Team Eat the Soup was 16128 and Save Him was 20893 Okay. Which is an incredible amount of money. Yeah. So yeah. congratulations to that. We're going to use all that money for a billboard to get Kevin Hart's attention and get a selfie with him. Okay, so here's my question to you, though. And I'm so happy that you guys raised an incredible amount of money. Don't get me wrong. I'm so happy that you don't have to eat old soup and do some serious damage to yourself. Wow. Um, Okay, but here's my question. Originally, this was not the totals would win. This was the first one to 10 grand would decide whether you eat soup or not. Yes. Yeah. But, so yesterday but. on the show, on the Roz and Moga show, the Eat the Soup, you were sitting at $8,000 and Roz topped you up to 10000 which means <laughs> Eat the Soup got to $10,000 first, which means based on what you had said originally, Oliver, you should be eating the can of soup. <laughs> There's, there's, there was more money than I could, that I could talk about at the time. So there was a couple of companies that kicked in to save me. Um, namely there was pink cherry. Uh, there was no frills. Um, Swan dive to sent, put some money in there. Uh, burnt tongue from Hamilton, put some money in there. There was a lot of corporate money in the mix that I couldn't talk about at the time. I'm going to need to see timestamps on those donations. though. <laughs> If you, if you wouldn't mind. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> On Saturday, we're going to be, we, we're so, we're so thankful for everyone who donated. Um, and I know it might be a little disappointed that I'm not going to get botulism. Um, so I'm going to, we're going to do something special for everybody. So what are you going to do? 
something special. Oh my god! Dude, okay, so you what, the, <laughs> I swear. Okay. Hold on, my finger's like hovering on the hang-up button. Right now. Okay, so so what happens? What happens to the can of soup though? Like, are you guys gonna like roll over it with something, or what are you doing with the can of soup? I I haven't even touched or seen the can of soup. That like the the Parkdale Food Bank has been so afraid of me eating it. <laughs> They're keeping it from me because I keep threatening I'm going to eat it. You shouldn't have those kind of urges, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, hey, you're, you're the one who donated 2K to get me to eat it. Listen, okay? I shouldn't have those kinds of urges. Uh, so unbelievably happy for uh, for you guys. Again, the total is upwards of like $37,000, and people really came through, and the uh, Parkdale Food Bank are... Um, they do just such incredible work and that is such a fantastic community and, uh, congratulations on everything, man. Thank you. And once again, like, thank you to everyone who donated and thank you for the 2k and letting us on the show and talking about it. Can I just quickly just uh, plug again that we're having, uh, that, or sorry, Parkdale food bank is having their toy bank, uh, drive at Ronsi Vale United church. Yeah. And then Saturday, what are people looking out for, for Saturday? Just go to the Parkdale food bank, uh, Instagram. Okay. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right. Later, bro. Thank you, man. Uh, you too. Take Later. care. Bye-bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's going to rain like all day, all night, and all tomorrow morning. I'm okay with that, man. I so like the rain. Just be prepared. I like the rain. All right. I like cold rain. I like hot. I like all the rains. Do you? Yeah. I don't mind the rain. You don't like it? Really? Nah, it's not my thing. No? Oh, love. The rain is huge in my house. As soon as it starts raining, the girls just light up. Yeah? Roxy grabs an umbrella, goes, stands in the backyard, just stands there with an umbrella. I like rain in the summertime. I don't like rain in the winter. No? Even, no. Even now, we they get they, these two that I live with. They'll grab blankets and just go. <laughs> you mean your family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, those these two that I live with, if it starts to rain and it's cold out, they grab blankets uh-huh. and they go and sit on the front porch with like with blankets with an around, or 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 they just go sit in the back of my truck, like they just like put the hatch down. Oh and yeah, sit in the back of the truck, oh, wrapped a in a dream. blanket with a with an umbrella, and I just like sit in the sit that. in the rain. They'll grab snacks and just sit in the rain. They just literally, they just sit in the rain. They come back in. The blankets are all soaked and they're all yeah. wet. Yeah. They you never love it. Them? Nah, uh, sometimes I do. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. They, it's sort of their thing. Uh-huh. You know, and I, I mean, if Catherine's not around, I'll go and sit in the rain with rocks. But um, but no, for the most part, it's uh, it's it's their thing. Is sitting yeah. in the back of a truck everything it's meant to be? Oh, Maury, I can't even tell you, man. Wait, it's, yeah. What do you think it's meant to be, Maury? Yeah, I think it's it's a toss up between romantic, yeah, and freeing. Right. Like I picture it like almost with like three barrels of hay you in the truck. Mean? Yeah, three barrels of hay, jeans, plaid shirt. Hold on, pause. Did you say, you say three barrels of hay? <laughs> yeah. The round thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Not four, just three. Three. Yeah. Barrels of hay. Google cool. any image of hay in the back of a truck. It's three. Okay. Yes, you're right. So okay, hay cool. barrel. Hay barrels uh-huh. of three. Yes. Uh-huh. Plaid shirt buttoned, unbuttoned to your, your belly button. Absolutely. Or not even buttoned at all, oh. man. And a and a straw of hay in your mouth? A straw of hay in your mouth. In your uh-huh. mouth? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's and it. not a care in the world. At all. At, at all. all. It's just no, you, no. straw of hay. <laughs> Three barrels of hay. <laughs> yeah. Open yeah. shirt. Open shirt. Living yeah. your best life. That sounds itchy to me. <laughs> All to of me, it. it sounds, I didn't think of the itch yeah. because you can't see an itch in a picture. To me, well, taking your shirt off and sitting in barrels of hay. <laughs> I honestly imagine anytime Roz is at the cottage, yeah. this is what he looks like. It is. You're not wrong, though, Moore. You're not wrong.
Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There was a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers 3 that just sold. Ooh, and I don't know, like, I don't know how, like, where the value in video games is anymore. Like, what is rare? Because they're so mass produced. Like, yeah. how could a video game ever be rare? Because I don't think anything past, like, 89 would ever be considered rare because there's just so many of them, right? Yeah, you have all the retro consoles that come out. You have uh, games that are continuously redistributed. So, so Mario 3 for Super NES? So the previous record on a classic video game that was up for sale was the original Mario Brothers from 1985. Yeah. And it sold last July for $114,000. Ooh, baby. I have this. $114,000 last July. The new record was just set, uh -huh. and it was a sealed copy of Super Mario 3 from 1990, and okay. it just sold for $156,000. Wow. The key is you said sealed. Sealed, yes. That's crazy. Sealed. I have the original one that you mentioned. Sealed. Not sealed. Oh, then it's just a game. Yeah. Right, no, I, yeah. You don't need to mention that. Everybody has it. <laughs> <laughs> you and 10 million other people have it. I have it at home in a box. <laughs> yeah. Is yours sealed? No. The box is sealed? <laughs> yeah. That is an astronomical amount of money. So what do you do with that? I guess you're just, like, as a collector, you just you hang put, on it, to put it? it on the shelf with everything else, this right? This is yeah. why I say don't unwrap your toys and stuff ever. What else do you have that's unwrapped more? That's unwrapped or yeah. wrapped? Sorry, that's wrapped, my that bad. That is wrapped? Yeah. I have many, like, bobbleheads that are still in their Bobble wrapping. Bobbleheads? Like who? I have the entire set of the Family Guy bobbleheads. Okay, what are they worth? Not much. Not much. No, um, because you can buy them at Walmart okay. now. So. <laughs> but I truly believe, like, hold on to things because you never know, right? But do you, do you have anything sort of retro? Like, do you have anything oh, I have from... the full set of Ren and Stimpy comic books in packaging with cardboard backing. Okay. <laughs> Stimpy, you idiot. I was the biggest fan, too. So I bought all of the comics, full set. Do people know what Ren and Stimpy is? Yes. Yeah, they, they so. do? It still yeah. airs on, like, the retro cartoon network. What's that? What was the song from Ren and Stimpy? Oh. Wasn't there... Wasn't there a song from Ren and Stimpy? There yeah. was uh, uh, there was two. There was the what rolls downstairs. Da, 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 no, not that one. There was another. It's log. It's log. No, not that <laughs> one, man. Log. Not log. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, that's the theme song. That's the theme song. But wasn't there a song that they sang in Ren oh, and Stimpy? Yeah, the log song. It log, was the log singing. song. This show is so gross. Ren and Stimpy was so it gross. It really was. It really, really was. You remember the nose like goblins vile. under the table? Yeah. Oh, man. What show was... Um, I love that show. What show was... Uh, uh, what cartoon introduced... Um, was it Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh? Oh, that was oh, that was, um, South, was Park. That? South Park. South Park. Yeah. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas. And then you could buy a Mr. Hanky. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's and so every time right. he'd appear, he'd be like, "Hey, everybody!" <laughs> no, it's Heidi Ho. Oh yeah, Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Number one fan over there. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got new Drake to play for you, but it's not from the Certified Lover Boy album. Oh, what is it? It's Drake and Lil Wayne 
Um, Lil Wayne has a series of mixtapes called No Ceilings, and he's dropping part three soon. DJ Khaled announced it yesterday on IG because Khaled is hosting No Ceilings part three and previewed the Lil Wayne and Drake song. Didn't give a, a title of it, but this is Drake's verse on it. Hey, the blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these they keep listening. Love to roll with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings, and I'm past him like the times that he's living in. Okay. You don't look impressed. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if I play Lil Wayne's verse? Sure, Just a little go bit. Ahead. Yeah. I like the I like the beat. Yeah, I think the production on it is real good. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to hear because it's like know, it's the quality is through, just awful. Recorded through a phone, being played through speakers. It's crazy. Right? It's cra- Why not just release like a clip, like an actual clip? Maybe that's today. You know how Khaled gets when he's in like release no, mode. Oh, I guess. Right? He's yeah. going to go on a tear now. Yeah. Every single day, release new videos, new clips, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'll tell you, I'm more interested in how people release music than yeah. I am about the music. Really? Yeah. I'm more interested in the strategy of getting songs out there. And uh, this all started, you know, when Beyonce would just start dropping secret albums and mm-hmm. projects that nobody had any idea. And then everybody started doing it. Oh, and then, yeah. She and set then, the trend. And then before that, you had, oh, my God, it leaked. Right? You had that strategy where yeah, it was yeah, like, leak right. it. And now the new thing is, you know, put a, a, a badass song together and just release a tease for it that just makes no sense because the quality is just so Ma- terrible. just walked in here. Guaranteed, he's going to mention something either about Lady Gaga or yeah. Madonna or Mariah Carey. Go. Okay, go. Or Miley Cyrus, who just released a <laughs> snippet of the song High off her next album called Plastic Hearts, which is a snippet of the new song and it uh, has a clip of her as a little child in it as well. But, like, is it a decent sounding clip? Or yes, because it... she released the snippet. Um, okay, I got gotcha. She's the one. Yeah. But is it not like, remember when, uh, who did it? Ariana Grande, and then when Shawn Mendes also dropped a yeah. the, the quote unquote leak yeah. or the preview, the preview. It's like not a preview. It's it not nothing. It was all distorted. No. Didn't sound anything like the no. actual song. Uh, but look out for uh, new Lil Wayne and Drake. The new Lil Wayne uh, mixtape is called No Ceilings Part Three, uh, hosted by DJ Khaled, coming out soon. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hi ashley welcome to the Roz and mocha show hi guys thank you for having me uh so what's going on with you yes uh i'm having a hard time bonding with my team at work Ooh, i'm wondering if you can help me yeah so you wrote us this Roz and mocha fix my life uh you've been working with the same team now for over a year prior to covid you were all in the office and you were struggling to bond with them they have all bonded and are all friends and do things outside of work i'm always invited and in the past i have gone for drinks with them but i just couldn't relate to them at all now with covid we're all working from home and i'm struggling to feel part of 
supported the team. We're almost coming on to a year of working from home and I've started to resent my team. Wow. And I'm sure they feel the same way as well. How can I try to mesh better with my team? Are you the boss? No. You're not the boss. You're just, uh, you're kind of like on the same level with everybody else that's working there, right? Yeah, we're all equals. Okay. Now, did you, when you, when you guys were working, how long were you in the office for before you shut down, before everybody would go work from um, home? So we were all like, I guess, as a team for about six months or so. And did they all know each other or was everybody new? Um, not that I was new. I knew some people because I've been with the company for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a kind of a mix between old and new. Do you know how they feel about you? Um, they probably think that <laughs> that I am like a loner or something. Like before, they were all going for lunch together. And, um, you know, I would just kind of sit at my desk or I'd go with my other friends. Oh, but would they um, ask on, you to go for lunch with them? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't go or you would? No. Sometimes oh, I would. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I would. At first, I was really trying, so I would always go. When you went, did you fit in, or did you feel that it was sort of awkward? Uh, no, I didn't feel like I fit in, and I've never had this issue before. Like, in general, um, I always found some sort of common grounds with everybody that I associate with, so it, it just was weird. I would just sit there in silence. Uh, are you a positive person or a negative person, do you think? Um... Okay, so my sisters would say I'm negative because of the situation, but in general, I'm a positive person. I always try to find the light in everybody and everything. Do you? But do you? Do you do that with your team at work? I tried. I tried at the beginning, but now it's just gone sour. Like yeah. I just, I can't. It's, it's Every tough. little thing that they say and do like irritate me. <laughs> oh, really? So what they've been doing is arranging like Zoom meetings, like. Um, after work hours to kind of like everybody just chat and, you know, have a drink or what have you. Um, and and are you, are you, are you a part of that? Um, I will participate. Um, I can't relate to what they're talking about. Now, a lot why, of the stuff that they're Why can't yeah. you relate? What is it that is unrelatable to you? Are they talking work um, stuff or non-work stuff? Non-work stuff. So some of them are a part of the same culture. So they're talking about different foods and stuff like that. Um, others are just, Young, much younger than me, so they're, you know, focused on drinking and partying and stuff like that. It's just like a whole, I just can't find, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I tried talking about sports because, you know, a lot of the people on my team, they big football fans, and I am, and you all know, try, try to bond with them over that, and it's just, I don't know. It's just, it feels forced, right? Yeah. I'll Aww. tell you, if it, if it feels forced to you, it sounds forced to them. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And I don't, there's a lot of things you can do. Like for me, positivity has to be at the top of your list. Nobody wants to be around somebody negative at an office. And Mm -hmm. no, no, even if people do want to sit there and they sort of want to bitch about the boss and they want to do all this stuff, nobody wants to be around somebody who is constantly doing that. Nobody wants to be around somebody who is that negative because when you're that negative, like when you just come off as negative, people don't feel appreciated. And it's not that you're their boss and you have to appreciate them, but you need to feel appreciated by your coworkers and negativity Mm. and negativity is the killer of that because it makes somebody's day a little bit more difficult and anything that you do where you sort of go down that road, you're not doing anything else other than making somebody's day a little bit more difficult than what should be a very normal day. And that's tough. 
You know, making somebody feel appreciated when you're not their boss is a tough thing to do because you don't want to start coming off like a boss, you know? Um, But I think that giving people, giving people space and letting them have their, have their things and maybe you don't, you know, instigate the, the topics of conversation, but I'm telling you, you know, if you're with a group of people and they're talking about cultures and food and partying, if you can't even relate a tiny little bit of that, maybe not in your current life, but if you can't sit there and have a conversation about food with people from a different culture where you're not inquisitive and you're not asking questions and you're not all this other stuff, then, you know, you need to, you need to work on a few things, I think. Oh, absolutely. And I've, and I've tried with that, like, you know, I'll ask questions because I, uh, much like you, Roz, like I'm like a home chef, right? So like, I'll ask a lot of questions, but then they just kind of look down on me like, Oh, you don't know? Like you haven't heard of this kind of food before? It's like uh, it sounds like they're all getting along great and you're being excluded. But I'm just curious as to whether they're excluding you or you're excluding yourself. Is there like not one single person like on your team that you feel like you get along with more than the entire group? Yeah, like there's probably about two. Oh, okay. That, yeah, so I'm not like completely, completely isolated. There's two. Um, you know, I'm not as close with them as I have been with other members of my old team. Maybe don't, maybe don't try and be everybody's friend. Maybe, yeah. maybe go for the, if you said that you get along with one or two people on this team, maybe that's as good as it's going to get. Why don't you just focus on those one or two people and build something with them and then maybe it catches on. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about the whole group. Don't worry about the whole group. If you, if you actually get along with one person on your team at work, work on that. Just make it about them. Make it about the, the bond that you guys have. Find the things that you, you two have in common. And then when you're sitting there talking, you, it's infectious, you know? Okay. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Okay. I appreciate you. You have a great day. Okay. You too, guys. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. All the PS5s are apparently gone. <laughs> I know. Sony's interactive gaming CEO, Jim Ryan, says, everything is sold. Absolutely everything is sold. I've spent much of the last year trying to be sure that we can generate enough demand for the product. And now, it t- now in terms of my executive bandwidth, I'm spending a lot more time on trying to increase supply to meet the demand. See, I read something last week and I thought it was a rumor. I just thought it was one of those internet things that trying to suck me into the story and I wasn't going to yeah, give in. Sure, yeah. Which was that every single PS5 that was ever made was then sold yeah, completely. Be- because I get the pandemic, COVID affected everything. Yeah. And it affected production of the PS5. They couldn't crank out as many as they um, had planned or had yeah. needed to or were enough to sort of... It affected like every everything. everything everywhere. Like the iPhone 12, it delayed production of that. It delayed production of uh, the the new the new computers that they released. Yeah. Even Barack Obama's book. I was talking with the book people, and they were saying they couldn't print as many as they wanted to because so, of COVID. Yeah, how many got, were they going to? Because well, they printed like Jesus. three. It was three point four million that they yeah. printed. Yeah, and but, it sold uh, one point something. One point seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they were saying that even in the printing place yeah they had like factory yeah facture sure office um they had 90 percent less staff yeah to 90 yeah oh wow yeah no it's wild so uh, they say that because of black friday this week yeah that people 
stores, online retailers, whatever, they may have stock that they release. Oh, no. Okay. Meaning, but, but just the, online. Sorry, online. online. No, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean, in the in the states, who knows what they're what they're doing? But they may, you may wind up having to buy sort of like a bundle, like it may be bundled with a hey, if you buy this television and this, you know, vibrating chair and giant can of mayonnaise, you also can purchase the PlayStation Five, right? Man, that sounds like a good deal. <laughs> yeah, right? sign me up. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yes, Roz. Are you ready? I am. I like this part of the podcast, man. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Dave Chappelle's show. We saw this when he was doing SNL where he made the joke about um, his grandfather and how his grandfather would feel about him being uh, enslaved or doing work without getting paid for it because Netflix and HBO were starting to rerun um, the Chappelle show yeah. from all those years ago. And so because of Dave Chappelle's relationship with Netflix, because he does all those specials for him and they pay him a ton of money to, oh, do, yeah. those, to do those specials, uh, Dave Chappelle was not happy that Netflix started running those old Chappelle shows because Dave Chappelle doesn't get paid for the rights when they're sold. He doesn't mm -hmm. own them. He signed the contracts and he no longer owns the show. And so they can do whatever the show they want to do with the show. And so they sold it to Netflix. Netflix started streaming it. And then uh, Chappelle had a problem with it. And then Dave released a 20-minute uh, stand-up routine where he was talking to his audience about how that felt and the conversation he had with Netflix. Listen to this. It gets announced that Netflix is streaming Chappelle's show. Not just Netflix, HBO Max is streaming it too. Let me tell you another story about HBO. Did you know, before Chappelle's show was at Comedy Central, I pitched that show to HBO. I, I told them what I wanted to do. Now, these are executives. All they have to do is say, yeah, we'll take it, or no, thank you, we won't. But they didn't say either of those things. They went too far. They said literally, what do we need you for? And here we are all these years later, and they're streaming the very show that I was pitching to them. So I'm asking them, what do you need me for? People think I made a lot of money for Chappelle's show. When I left that show, I never got paid. They didn't have to pay me because I signed the contract. But is that right? I found out that these people were streaming my work and they never had to ask me or they never had to tell me. Perfectly legal because I signed the contract. That's why I like working for Netflix. Because when all those bad things happened to me, that company didn't even exist. And when I found out they were streaming Chappelle's show, I was furious. How could they not know? So you know what I did? I called them and I told them that this makes me feel bad. And do you want to know what they did? They agreed that they would take it off their platform just so I could feel better. Right? Netflix for the win. Yeah. Uh, and then, however, the problem is, is that HBO is still streaming Chappelle's show. If you ever liked me, 
If you ever think there was anything worthwhile about me, I'm begging you, please don't watch that show. I'm not asking to boycott any network. Boycott me. Boycott Chappelle's show. Do not watch it unless they pay me. Wow. It's tough, man. I That's know. how contracts work, though. It really is. And That's how um, contracts work. I don't know. You, you don't own it. Though. Somebody else owns that. I'm a huge Chappelle fan. Yeah. And watched that era of the show when it aired on Comedy Central. Yeah. And that whole deal that fell apart, not falling apart, really, it was, they offered him $50 million to do a third season. Yeah. And he walked away from it all. Right. But to his point, to your point, to everybody's point, he signed the contract. Yeah. So they still own the rights and can do what they want. Yeah. With that show. On The Bachelor last night, sorry, The Bachelorette last night, they did a lot. They did like Truth or Dare and then they, they I don't even know what was going on, but they did like, you had to, to, to create a song. You had to put yourself out there. You had to be bold, as they always say on this show. She likes bold. And two of the individuals who really stood out when it came to um, pouring their heart out through song uh, were Damar and Bennett. So here is uh, Damar with Mocha Latte. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, this song is called Mocha Latte. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dedicated to mutation. <laughs> Mocha Latte. Yeah. She stole my breath on the hottest summer day. Mm. Took me back like a kindergarten crush. This is R&B. She's my caffeinated rush. I was put here to brighten up your day. It's pop. Grown man, no JPJ. <laughs> mocha latte, mocha latte. Yeah. Just my breath on the hottest summer day. Take me back like a kindergarten crush. T.A., she's my caffeinated rush. Wow. Ah, yeah. You like that? You feeling Yo, that one? That's the okay. song of the year. That should be nominated right now. Okay, now let's move over to the rap category because okay. this was this was Bennett. All right. And Bennett's Harvard, right? No, Harvard. Harvard, yeah. He's the jaw. All right. You don't need no Harvard degree to be in Paris eating brie with me. Ooh. Before I get down on one knee, need that one-on-one just you and me. Watching Bennett rap. It's as expected. Uh, Awkward. I said that one, no pressure, Tasha. I'm talking, I'm taking you home to mate ya. <laughs> I'm right. taking you home to mate ya. Who says that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> if you want to hear some real music. All right, so uh, this song is called Mocha Latte. Yeah. Wow. Dedicated to mutation. <laughs> Mocha latte, mm. she stole my breath on mm. the hottest summer day. Oh. Took me back like a kindergarten crush. T.A., she's my <laughs> caffeinated rush. Yeah. I was put here to brighten up your day. Grown man, no J.P.J. Oh. Mocha latte, mocha latte, she stole my That's breath such a on the song, hottest bro. summer day. <laughs> Take me back like uh. a kindergarten uh, Jeopardy earns its highest ratings in seven months with 10.5 million wow. daily viewers following the tragic death of Alex Trebek. Wow. So a lot of people are tuning in for Alex's final shows, which is really, really, really great to see. I love it. Uh, Meghan Markle reveals a miscarriage in an article for the New York Times. Uh, she says that um, 
she was actually holding her one-year-old son, Archie, uh, one morning in July when she felt a sharp cramp. She writes, I, I knew as I clutched my firstborn child that I was about to lose my second, and it's not clear how far along she was, but she does say that she invited others. She, she wanted to do this to invite other people to sort of come forward with their stories uh, for what she calls the staggering commonality of this pain. And uh, so that's why Meghan Markle decided to um, open up about that. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, Scotland has become the first country to make period products free for women and girls in the entire world. Uh, Yesterday, they became the absolute first country to do that. According to Parliament's website, the law requires the Scottish government uh, to set up a universal system so that anyone in need of period products can get them for free. Schools, colleges, universities will also be required to make free menstrual products available in uh, restrooms, local authorities and education providers will be responsible for ensuring that free products are made available under the law. Wow, so that's great. That is a huge step. Uh, Bruno Mars jumping into the Grammy controversy with The weekend. As you know, The weekend still railing against the Grammys. He wrote yesterday, uh, collaboratively planning a performance for weeks to not being invited. In my opinion, zero nominations equals you're not invited. That's what he wrote in response to uh, the theory that it was the conflict with the Super Bowl. That was the problem. Uh, Elton John getting in on it as well. Oh, He's wow. Yeah, he said, uh, he said this, in my humble opinion, Blinding Lights, Song of the Year, Record of the Year is what... Uh, he wrote hashtag Grammy snub. Uh, Drake is defending the weekend, saying, I think we should stop allowing ourselves to be shocked every year by the disconnect between impactful music and these awards. And just accept that one that was once was uh, the highlight from a the highlight of recognition may no longer matter to the artists that exist now and the ones that come after. It's like a relative you keep expecting to fix up, but they just can't change their ways. Uh, Bruno Mars may have been the most profound when he weighed in on this controversy when he simply said, if you don't release music, you can't lose any Grammys. Hashtag think about it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, oh, Bruno didn't God. release anything, right? So he's, he's cool. <laughs> Bruno's like, I'm cool this year, man. I'm cool. Uh, the idea of ditching daylight saving time. What oh, are your thoughts on it? I love it. Yeah, okay. I'm here for it. Where do I sign the petition? So the province of Ontario has passed a bill that would bring an end to daylight saving time, but Good. that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to go away. So the oh. Amendment Act will only be able to come into effect if two things happen. One, Quebec does the same thing Mm -hmm. to New York State does the same thing. We got to wait for them. Yes. So and right now, neither of those places have any sort of legislation tabled in any way. What are they waiting for? Well, I don't know. I, I, but I'm hoping that this is somebody was just waiting for somebody else to make the first move. Yeah. And then they can, and then they can now get it's like it on. like, you guys next. Yeah, you guys next. But because New York State is in such a mess right now with New York City, though. I know. They though, have other things to worry about. With, with COVID and everything else, they would get killed if they started talking about legislation to because get rid of daylight saving time. Potentially, the next time we change the clocks in the spring, yes. when we go forward an hour, yes. will be the last time. I doubt it. Providing everything goes away. Somebody Dude, like me okay, would want to go. If we, if we just had to get Quebec on board, you could, although they're salty and petty yeah, um, at best. They may say no just for the sake of saying no. Do you know what, it, you know what it's like? We could call Quebec and they answer okay. without us even, bro, even pitching, saying what we want. They'll be like, nope. No, bro, it's, that's, Quebec's not going to be the problem. 
New York is going to be the problem. If you've seen anything about America, if your eyes have been open to anything about America yeah. since COVID started, you know that people are into some weird things, man. And people take some really weird things very seriously. As soon as they table the idea of getting rid of daylight saving, you are going to have groups of people from the daylight saving society who yeah. have all sorts of history and it's part of our uh, our identity and oh, you can't get rid. That's what America's like. You know that. It's going to become guns. <laughs> it will be. And conspiracy theories. Yes. The reason they want, yeah, it's the G5 and the times change and the everything. Yeah, it's going to be that. It'll never happen. Never. But anyway. Wow. I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift uh, dropped her uh, folklore special on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. Uh, this is a little bit um, of her talking about and performing uh, Cardigan. There's something about the complete and total uncertainty of life. If we're going to have to recalibrate everything, we should start with what we love the most first. Vintage tea, brand new phone, high heels on, cobblestones. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. First day we've been in the same room. Cheers. First moment. allows you to feel your feelings and it's a product of isolation this could have been a time where i absolutely lost my mind and instead i think you know this album was like a real flotation device for both of us So that is Disney Plus, by the way. I said Apple TV Plus. Can we just kind of say there's four streaming services? Two of them have Plus in the name? Like you couldn't work that out? Yeah. It should just be Apple, like, streaming. Thank you. And Disney streaming. Thank you. Apple and Disney. Plus we get a plus. plus. We get it. It's You're very confusing. Best. It's very confusing to me, okay? Wait until somebody releases Plus Plus. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cardi B explains why WAP was not uh, submitted for Grammy consideration. Like I said, I'm never pressed for a Grammy, but y'all not gonna take away something that I'm that I that I know that I work my ass off that I deserve. Um, if I was pressed for a Grammy, I would have submitted WAP for this year, and I didn't submit it. I didn't submit it. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be submitted. <laughs> I don't even want to be submitted to award shows until I put out my album because I think my album is is so good and it just means something and I and I worked on it a lot. I've been working on it for almost two years and um, some songs were are just so emotional to me because I I, I did them during quarantine. I'm not I'm not pressed for nothing, but y'all not gonna keep doing this constantly, constantly because y'all because y'all are upset. Y'all cannot take my success. Cardi B. Cardi B. What's uh, our reason for again, Cardi? And I didn't submit it. I didn't submit it. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> uh, Rocky, the stowaway owl, is now back into the wild. This is the tiny uh, sawwet owl that was named Rockefeller after it was found inside the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center that they were putting up last week. Um, he was apparently trapped inside the huge spruce when it was cut down and then traveled more than 270 kilometers from uh, upstate New York. Uh, the He was put in the care of uh, wildlife rehabilitations and uh, they Poor got him, guy. they got him back to health and they fed him lots of mice and gave him lots of water. And they named him Rockefeller, Rocky for short. And then they found out Rocky was a girl. 
Oh. <laughs> so, Rocky, the girl owl uh, has been released back into the wild, they Good. say. As long so as she's safe. She's back. well fed. Good. Yeah. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hello, is this Raddy? Yeah, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Not too bad. Uh, welcome to the Ask Roz and Mocha portion of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Go ahead, go ahead with your question. Okay, so I have a uh, two-year-old that just turned a couple, uh, turned two a couple of days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people ask me how old he's going to be turning, and I said he's going to be turning two, and automatically they say, "Oh, the terrible twos." And um, I got a couple people that loosely um, uh, use that term as well, the terrible twos. Now, is that as bad as most parents say it is? Well. Do you have, is this your first kid? Your first child? Yes, yes, yes it is. Okay. Um, I will say this, and every parent hears the same thing about twos. You always mm. just hear about the terrible twos. And then uh, years ago, when we were about to have our kid, um, somebody said to me, and we can, we can bleep this, right, Mocha? Yeah. So a friend of mine said to me, we were talking about raising kids, and I was going to be a, a, a new dad and everything else. And his wife looked at me, and because and, somebody had mentioned the terrible twos, and she was like, oh, pfft. She's like, the terrible twos are nothing compared to the threes. Can I tell you, Roz and Raddy, right now? <laughs> yeah. Our son, Cruz, who's three and a half. Yeah. yeah. He is most definitely in the threes. Yeah. Two's, a, two's easy, man. Two is easy. There are Three days. is a nightmare. Yo, there are days where <laughs> our house is upside down. Yeah. Because... Of his age yes. and his attitude, and not like bad attitude. It's just no. him managing and figuring out his own emotions and figuring out uh, figuring out life and authority. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they they start understanding that when they're when they're little, like when when they're you know when they've just turned two, it's still really difficult to 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 reason with a child at that age. Like they just they don't really comprehend a lot. Once they get into like three and three and a half, they start understanding manipulation. Oh, absolutely! Oh my god! <laughs> like, <laughs> and then and then Man. you're not then you're not dealing with a baby where you're just like, oh my god, I wish I could just talk. Then what you're de- you're dealing with a terrorist at that point, right? Like the negotiations become so fierce, but there's still three. So, so much of what they believe in and fight for is completely irrational. Yeah, there was one day this week. I can't remember what it was. Something stupid, irrational. And he was freaking out. And Jenna was like, this is close to bedtime, right? And Jenna said, you know what? Okay, that's it. You're just going to go straight to bed. Yeah. Like, normally we have a routine. He takes a bath. <laughs> yeah. We read him a story, uh, sing yeah. a couple of songs, and then put him to sleep. Yeah. And then that night, Jenna said to him, we're going to brush your teeth, mm-hmm. and then you're going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You get no bath. You get Oof. no story. Oof. You get no songs. Oof. You're going straight to bed. Oof. Immediately, right? Yeah. She's yeah. standing at the sink getting the toothbrush ready. Yeah. And he's, like, hugging her leg, and he's giving her kisses on her leg. Yeah. He's like, I'm so sorry, Mommy. I love you. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I love you so much. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But the tantrums are hardcore in oh. when you're in the threes. Yeah. It goes zero to 100 super fast. Yeah, I left. But, but it, like, I remember there was a day where Rox was face down on the ground in the corner. Yeah. And I didn't even put her there. She just decided that that's where she was going to lose her mind. And 
I, I left her there and I just let her sort of do her thing and freak out. Mm -hmm. Right. And she was screaming and boogers everywhere and her crying and hitting the floor and all this stuff. And I got up out of the living room as she was doing this and I had to go downstairs to grab something. And I went downstairs and as I got to the bottom of the stairs, all I heard was nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Zero. And then as I walked back up the stairs again, I could hear her start up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because she didn't think that you were like. Why put out the energy if I'm not around to hear it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, She didn't have the audience. No. There was no audience. Yeah. And so it's manipulation at that point. And uh, it's it's a battle of wills and. God, it's tough, man. Three is just really, really, three is really tough. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're amazing. Kids are dumb oh, yeah. and they're fantastic and they make you laugh. But when you start getting to the three tantrums, that's when it really gets real in the house. Yeah. So you're in for it, Ratty. Enjoy. You're good to enjoy the next 12 months of him <coughs> being two. Uh, it really starts to pick up when they, when they turn three. Yeah. Yeah. But they, also, right. but they also get more fun though, right? Oh, big time. Because you can do dangerous things with them. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not, we had we had we had Hot Wheels tracks set up all over the house yeah. yesterday. Yeah, man. That's when you get that's when you can start getting the Nerf guns going. Oh and yeah, we like, do that too. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You start running around the house. Oh, totally. Everyone acting like maniacs. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun, but yes, the age of three is when things start to go sideways oh. for a little bit. Yeah. Now nah, you're okay. gonna be you're gonna be good though. All right. All right, brother. All right. Patience all is right. your friend. Just remember right, that. Thank you. All right. All right. Sounds good. All See right, you, man. Good morning. Right. Coming back in here. Where were you that whole time, Maury? You had nothing to contribute, so you didn't even come in the room? I know nothing about terrible twos. Uh, <laughs> well, you have a dog. What but, about a dog? But you had two little brothers, but were you not living? I guess you never lived with I'll them, I'll be honest right? with you. My two little brothers are fine until they hit their teens. Yeah. Right? They were completely fine. Now. Now. Yes. What are they dealing with now? Or what? what's your, your, like, your do, dad do you, and stepmom dealing with? Can you with? beat me? Sure. <laughs> <I'll> swear. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Beep, we'll beep you. Yeah, like the 13s. Oh, God. Yeah, tweens, 13s, teenagers. Oh, is that what they're saying to your dad? Oh, no, that's what, that's, I thought you, that's the term, right? Well, no, it's the term for three. Yeah, it's creating not, the 13 term. No, you don't get to create the 13 term. We all know the 13-year-olds are in nightmares anyway. Yeah. Nazim has a, has a riddle for everybody. Okay. I actually already know the... I'm going to give it to you. I know the answer because I've heard this already. I have keys, but no locks and space and no rooms. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? I, I have, have what? keys, no locks, no space, no rooms, no outside. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? Okay, say it again. Say it again. I have keys, yeah. but no locks and yeah. space yeah. and no rooms. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? Jail? Mm -mm. Oh, I know. What? Oh, like, is it a piano because of piano keys? Close your eyes for one second. Close my eyes, but I can hear them through my ears. I'm just, I'm not going to say anything. Oh. (laughs) No, close your eyes for one second. Is it, is it this? Yep. Okay, cool. So, so I was thinking piano because piano keys. That's true. Yes, you're right. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Is it Alicia Keys? It is not Alicia Keys. Okay. She can go outside. Keys, no <laughs> locks. Keys, no locks. Yes. Oh, like the Florida Keys. Oh, close. Is Maureen? Keys in the name? What? You're saying money? You're, you're not uh-huh. at all. Is Keys in the name? Hey, where's the no-no cat? Don't, doesn't, doesn't the no-no <laughs> oh, cat yeah. get to be a part of this? Hold on. Keys, no locks. Oh, no, 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 no. Space. 
Anytime Maury does a riddle, we always have to introduce the no-no cat. So you have keys, there's no locks. Right. But there's no space, it may have nothing to do with outer space. Oh. Keys. Hold on now. Locks, no rooms. Hold on now. And no outside. Say it again. You want me to say it again to you, Maury? Yeah. Okay. I have keys, but no locks. I have a space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? And it's not like locks spelled differently like smoked salmon? No, 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 no. It is not. It is not. Sorry, you got to ask the question. Sure, man, go ahead. Keys, no locks, no space, no rooms, no outside. Yep. I'm focusing for some reason on the word keys, and maybe I shouldn't. Why not? It's in there. No, There's I not know. a lot of words in the riddle. No, 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 but maybe I should be focusing on something else, like no, no outside, no rooms. Mm. I have keys with no locks. I have keys with no locks, no space, no rooms, no outside. I have keys. What have you said already? Maybe you were close. I said jail. I said piano. I said smoked salmon. Florida. Oh, absolutely. Florida. Florida Keys. Oh, I got you. Okay, cool. No, it's not the Florida Keys. I have keys, but no locks. I have a space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? A window. Okay. <laughs> Why would you say window? What, break it all down. How does a window have keys and I guess maybe the lock or something like that? Because I was thinking about the whole, <clears throat> you know, outside, like you can look outside, but you can't go there. Right. I am. So do you want to give me a clue? Yes. <laughs> yes. Here's the clue. Ready? I have keys, but no locks. <laughs> I have a space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? That's the clue. Okay, what else has keys? Okay, pianos have keys. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, okay, so pianos have keys. There's there's actual keys. We have keys, no I sounded locks. like a warden just then. <laughs> yeah. You did. No rooms, but you can go outside. It's not a car. <gasps> no. Oh, my God. I haven't had one of these headaches in a while. What kind? The thinking one. Yeah, the thinking oh, headache. No, 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 no. Keys, but no lock. <laughs> keys, but no locks. What can unlock something mm. that does not require a Okay, lock? here we go. We got to tell them now because it's going to take forever. Yeah. It's a, it's a podcast. Oh! No, 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 I mean, like, we're on a oh. podcast. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> We have all the time in the world. Do you want the answer? Do you want the answer? Keys, but no lock. What's Mo something you can Mocha, unlock? Mocha, Mocha, say, just say the answer. The answer is keyboard. I said piano. No, keyboard. Oh, okay. I mean, come on. It's the same. You didn't say it, though. I know, but you I was. You think a keyboard for a computer is the same? Like, we should have given you because you said piano? Yeah, I'm on the same track. No, no you're not. Like, I was thinking, I was on the same. I was getting there. No, you weren't because you would have gotten there. Yeah, it's true. Keys, but no lock. That's not true. That's not true. Caps lock. Oh, rewrite, send it back, reprint, <laughs> stomped you. Okay, moving on. Oh, my God, because I'm right, you're, like, you're upset? Right. Just more, you didn't get it. You said keyboard. No, because the, the, what about the caps lock? Like, the <sighs> riddle's wrong. Okay, okay. You, you should, yeah, I got it in two seconds. Uh, Giancarlo <laughs> says here, in a similar sense of that video game episode of Black Mirror. Oh, uh -oh. God. Uh, but without the weirdness. <laughs> Striking vipers. <laughs> what video game would you wish to be in that game and experience just like that? And then in brackets, suck it up, Mocha. It wasn't that bad. 
<laughs> Talking well, about that Striking Viper yeah. uh, episode, the video game episode. Well, first right? of all, I don't want to be in any video game that's going to be violent. Uh-huh. Right? I would say, like, my, give me one of those Mario Kart games. Thank you. Where you are just, like, racing and you can't fall off the edge and they're just incredible. You're going at these incredible speeds. Like, give me that. I'm fine need, with that. I would need, like, an adventure game that the only change I would make to it is your lifespan. Right, where if you like fly off the edge of a cliff and mm-hmm. then you die, you get a second life, right? And continuously get new lives. Although video games don't necessarily work that way, because once you reach a certain limit, then yeah, that's it, you're done. Like I don't want anybody shooting at me, right? Yeah, I wouldn't please. I wouldn't be in like Call of Duty. No, I'm not like I don't have that no, kind of skill set. No, and I don't want to navigate be, through Call of Duty no, or, or Assassin's like Creed. I don't want to do any of that. Or like stuff. Mortal Kombat. No, no. I don't want to. No, I don't want to have to fight for my life. It would have to be something fun, like Mario Kart. Like, yeah, yeah, that right? would be great, Maury. Farmville. Farmville. You and Farmville. You are the only person that I know that still has this Ross. love for Farmville. Ross. What? He spent money on Farmville yesterday. Why? Farmville's going away. No, no, no. On the app, it's not leaving the app. Oh, how much did you spend on Farmville yesterday? Thirteen ninety-five. Why? I needed ten keys. Oh my god. Um, so you just basically want to be a farmer then? Right, that would that would be real life Farmville. Like if you got sucked into the game, you would just be. Yeah, but then you might be able to eat the cherry or carrot pies. That that's you that's what I mean. Yeah, you would just want to be sucked in the game and just farm, right? Yeah, but it seems like of all the video games, it seems like the safest. That's it no, seems I'm not. Like the, no, 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 I'm not discounting unless it. Unless you kill yourself with a tractor. Yeah, it's impossible. Nobody's died in Farmville. No, nobody's <laughs> nobody's died. There are no lives, right? It's not like how many lives in yeah, Farmville. But, but, but your crops. What happens if you kill all yes. your crops? Then you can't eat. No, in the new version, your crops don't die. They just wait for you. Oh, oh that's no that's fun. Stupid. Original Farmville, Farmville version one. Yes, your crops. If you don't go back and check, your crops die. Yes, because I know people's mothers would be like writing. Hey, listen, I have to go away for the weekend. <laughs> See Aunt Judy. Can you feed my? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Uh, Wait. So, so you spent how much? Thirteen ninety five. I needed ten keys. Okay. And you bought? Is that U.S. or Canadian? U.S. One hundred percent U.S. I guess it would be. Yeah, it would be U.S. Unless it was ten dollars. And the problem with it Canadian. being on the app is that all you have to do is put your thumb to the button, and it yeah. just sort of goes. So then right it charges through. your. Cr- so you paid more than thirteen ninety five. Yeah, I guess so. Because with the conversion, plus yeah. if you, it goes to your credit card, you get those credit card fees. But I needed the keys. What for? So there's money. I don't really care at all. <laughs> <laughs> Steven asks, what is something you refuse to do no matter who asks or what the incentive is? Stare at a and b Stare? Stay. Stay, stay at a B&B? B&B? Yeah. Why? No, not for me. Really? No, I, I, don't, do, I don't do discount hotels. Yeah. I don't do like There's hostels. There's some really nice B&Bs, I don't dude. do B&Bs. See, I wouldn't do a hostel. No, I don't do, I don't do B&Bs. Catherine is very much, Catherine is of the mind that, oh God, it doesn't matter where we stay. Yeah. Right? She's of that mind. Like she and Roxy were going to take a trip to New York one time because I was working and they were just going to bug her off and do a, a girls weekend um, in New York. And she was showing me this hotel where she, that she was looking at and i had to step in and i'm like you guys are not staying there yeah like you're not you're not staying it was just awful like it was just terrible like it didn't look secure it didn't look whatever she's like it's a bed with a lock on the door in a building that is a hotel and i'm like you are not staying there like i can't send you guys there to do this like i can't do that 
I can't do the thing where you go and you stay and you sort of quote unquote rough it. Yeah. Uh, my thing with B and B's is I will never. I've done it one time. Mm-hmm. One time I with stayed. With Catherine? At, no, oh, not okay. with Catherine. I with did who? it. I did it one time, and I've never felt more uncomfortable in my really? life. I couldn't relax because I the people felt, are there. Oh, I just not me. Yeah, I couldn't relax. Really? No, it oh, is man. not not for me at all. I don't find it quaint. I don't find it charming. I don't find it inviting. I can't relax. Like it's not but relaxing. They make breakfast for you. That's the that's exactly what I don't want. I don't and, want. And is people. that where you got like uncomfortable? Because like the hosts, the people who own the the, the B and B, they may come out and uh, talk to you about the meal. Yeah, I don't, and that's my thing. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have those or, conversations. Like, ask you questions. Nope. Don't want to have those but conversations. Some really nice ones, stuff. like in you know Venetian v- no. Victorian homes. No, would not. I don't want to have those conversations. Jenna and somebody. I have stayed at a couple, and uh, it's not for me. And, and we've had we've had a good time. And yeah. the people who ran the place, there's one particular that we've like, gone if you, to there, two th- or three times. Yeah, and it's been fine. And the food do, that they make is great. Do and other were, couples show up too? Like they're staying in a different bedroom. Um, yes. And then you are like in the living room at so night having a drink, and they're there time, too. No, no, I mean they could be absolutely. But what if you become best friends with them? I would, like, that would we, never happen. So Jenna and I would go, and we would you know stay in our room, and then we would go out for the evening, right? Yeah. Come back, and then nobody would be there. Nobody would be in the main area once you walk in, and we just go straight up to our room. The next time we see people would be when we come down for breakfast. And there have been times where it's just myself and Jenna because another couple hadn't checked in yet. Right. Or it would be us with another couple. But is the homeowner sitting there making you breakfast? The homeowner is there, yeah, bringing you the breakfast, making the breakfast, but they don't sit with you. At least the ones that I've been to. I've seen some where they come in, like, and they make the breakfast, leave it, and then they leave. Like, yeah, they they explain to you, they say what it is, if it's like something extravagant that they've made. Yeah. And then they come back, take your plates and everything. I guess the only awkward part would be if you're sitting there at a, a table full of people mm-hmm. where you all kind of have to like no. talk. What? But I love the thought talk, of that. Right? I love the idea of meeting new people. No, and Catherine is so kind and yeah. so interested that I know that she would have these long conversations with whoever the homeowner is. Right. And I would want to die because I just don't do that. Yeah. Like I, ju- I have all the friends I need. I don't need more. I don't need to go and meet strangers at a, at a B&B. It's just not, like, it's just not for me. Also, I like to sit on the toilet in the morning for at least an hour. But nobody's, stopping imagine, you. nobody's stopping you from doing but that. But I imagine that that would be somewhat frowned upon with a shared bathroom. Well, it, unless you're staying in a place where you get like, your own the bathroom. bedroom has its own, or every bedroom has true, their own bathroom, true, right? True, so you're true, okay true. there. Yeah. Like the last one we went to, we went with another couple, and the people who own the place, they were really, really nice. We actually got along, like, amazingly with them. Yeah. Amazing. Really, huh? Yeah. Ugh. I don't mind B&Bs. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I almost, I've wanted to stay at B&Bs many times going to Niagara on the Lake. And, and stuff. Matthew won't? No. No. Maybe me and Matthew should hook up then. <laughs> Yo, Maury would imagine? die. Maury would die. Could you imagine? If no, you committed my mind the robbery? immediately started thinking what I would do with all that free time. Uh, Maury, Maury, let me ask you this question. What would hurt you more? What would feel more of a betrayal? Okay. The idea that Matthew cheated on you with me or the idea that I cheated on you with Matthew? Oh, hold on. Matthew's emailing me right now. being like, yo, guys, you talking about me? <laughs> like, I think that you would be more hurt if I did that to you as opposed to if well, Matthew did that to you. Can you give me like, a time to pretend to think about it? No. Oh, yeah. No, that's the answer. But I just yes. wanted to at least, you know, 
give the allure that I'm thinking about. No, it. Or no. what if what if what if Matthew left you? Maury, for no, no, not leave. Oh, leave. No, 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 hold on. Okay. I'm going okay, What if Matthew left you for Roz, right? And they have this wonderful life. They travel. They do all this great stuff, like all the <laughs> stuff that you love to do. Matthew's having an amazing time doing that stuff with Roz where he wouldn't necessarily have a good time doing it with you. Can I ask a question? Yes. Absolutely. Is Matthew allowing himself to be in photos with Roz? Because like no, because when we travel, there's often times where Matthew doesn't want his picture taken. Well, see, I'm, that's why we're a perfect couple because neither do I. <laughs> okay, okay. Mori's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, the situation's Mar- getting Mar's, better. Like, Mori's just now realizing how compatible me and Matthew are. <laughs> no, him. that's what sucks though. Is you two would get along amazingly. Yeah, I'm sure. Because there are things would. that I do that drive him nuts that mm-hmm. I do that drive you nuts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd get around. Yeah, we would get along great, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think so, Maury, you didn't answer great. the question. What is something oh, yeah. you refuse to do mm. no matter who asks mm. or what the incentive is? Eat, eat olives. Eat olives. Because yeah. you just don't like them. I'm deathly allergic You're to olives. You're not deathly allergic to olives. Then you explain to me why as soon as it goes into my mouth, I, I gag and throw do up. Do you know what deathly means? Yeah, like you could die. Yes. But we've yeah. said this many times before. You're not going to die from eating an olive. You're not that, you're not allergic. You just, you just don't, don't like them. them. Yeah. Because but why said, does it like, immediately make me throw up? Because they're gross. <laughs> because you've eaten food that's been cooked with like olive oil. I know, I'm not allergic to olive oil. I'm allergic to olives. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so what else though? What else? Let, let's not, let's put food allergies and all okay. that stuff aside. Like let's say there's something. Oh, like I'm obvious answers like no bungee jumping. Yeah, no. You know, yeah, I don't think I, I think years ago, years ago, I would have gone bungee jumping. Now in my life, absolutely not. No, no. you look at that stuff and it could really hurt your neck. Oh, the yeah. only, <laughs> you know what I would never do again. What's that? You've something you've already done. Something I've oh, already done. Okay, here we go. And I will never do it again. Okay. And I've done this, and endured the pain. Oh. More than once. Oh. And then at one point I was like, I'm never doing this again. Butt stuff. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where you're going. That's a big lead up. (laughs) Use nair on my body. Oh, I've done that. Have you? It is the worst. Then you're doing it wrong. No, growing back is the worst, right? No, no. Nair Nair is not. I put it right in my bum. No, I've used it like covered my chest yeah so if i've done my whole body stomach i was like a seal it, yeah, it is <laughs> using nair and then when like i took like a like a, a cloth to wipe it all off yeah oh it's I'm disgusting like, oh, it's so and gross. it smells so bad it smells bad and yeah. it burns yeah oh my I had god no pro- I like never do that again i do it often and it's fine yeah nair I, yeah nair no. for men i uh, i once had my whole body waxed that was the issue like yeah. that hurt you ever shaved your butt shaved no yeah. just nair nair but like your butt, butt, not your cheeks, not above your butt. No, no, no. I've never like shaved, but I've I put mean, nair I mean, in there. I mean your butt. No. No. Have you? Yeah. Shaved? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. That would be itchier than yeah. anything. I shaved one time. I shaved. I, I, one time I went into the bathroom, okay? Yeah. And I used to trim my arm hair mm-hmm. right down because I thought it was dirty looking. So I used to go in with like an electric razor and trim it all my arm hair down, like my forearms, like yeah. everything, everything down. And then my chest. And then one time I went a little too low and I was like, I wonder if I'll just like, maybe I just take a razor and just shave my chest. And then yeah. I just started shaving my chest. Okay. And then I was like, well, it looks weird to have a little bit of hair on your arms and no hair on your chest. So I shaved my arms. 
And with then the I, razor. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to shave my legs. So I just shaved all my legs off. And then I was like, man, I'm going to shave above my legs. And then I was like, okay, I'll shave, shave my pubic hair and I'll shave this and I'll shave the back of my thing. And then I was like, there's a little bit of hair down there. And next thing I know, I'm standing in the bathroom with one foot up on the toilet, reaching around oh and shaving everything. Yeah. And growing back is not the problem with like your chest or your arms. Like you do get ingrowns and everything else. When your butt cheeks touch, <laughs> okay, and this was August when I did like, oh, no, late July. So hot outside. Okay, so hot outside. <laughs> so for the first couple days, it was glorious yeah. because it was smooth and everything else. But as soon as stubble started to come back in between your butt cheeks, as you sweat and walk, that stubble in between your butt cheeks is just constantly rubbing and rubbing and rubbing and rubbing. I got to the point of where I left work on a Friday day yeah okay and i was on the couch until monday with a face cloth that was rolled up into a tube yeah. <laughs> that i slathered um like baby butt cream penitent cream on <laughs> and i was lying on the couch and i spread my butt cheeks uh, yeah. and i put this towel tube in between my butt cheeks lengthwise and closed my butt cheeks and put tight underpants on on top of it oh my to god soothe, to soothe the pain that must have felt so uncomfortable uh, Oh, it felt, it was better than walking. I could, I literally couldn't walk from the couch to the bathroom. I was so raw back there. Like it was so raw and chafed. And like I was, I had ground down the skin in between my cheeks from hair growing back. So So don't shave your bum. (laughs) (laughs) Zach says here, if Mocha was gay and single, would he date Dan Mori? No, Zach, absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, Chris says, would you rather fly to the moon on a spaceship or travel? to the bottom of the ocean by submarine. Bottom of the ocean by submarine. Oh, hell no. Ocean's scary. Yeah, but you're in the submarine. I like space, so I'm going to the moon. Yeah, I mean, if given the opportunity... If given the opportunity uh, to go to the bottom of the ocean or to go into outer space, you would have to choose outer space. No, but there's more training involved with outer space and there's no gravity, whereas at least, you know, in the submarine or something like that, you're going to see beautiful fish. (laughs) Fair enough. Also space. Did you guys see the photos of, let me see if I can find it here. I think this was yesterday I saw the deepest swimming pool in the world. You can dive down like 45 feet or something like that. Oh, really? It's in Poland and people who are going there, you have to get like scuba gear Oh wow! in order to go all the way down. And it's like pitch black down there. Oh, wow. But is it built out of like concrete, like a normal swimming pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pictures are incredible. No, it's not. Uh, it's not forty-five feet. It's forty-five meters. Oh, sorry, forty-five meters, which is one hundred and forty-seven feet. That's what it is. So deeper. <laughs> God, you are you that, are you looking at the pictures? You there? know how much that would cost to heat? <laughs> For real. For real. Yeah, that's nuts. Oh, here, hold on. Let me show you these pictures. In Poland, yeah, the yeah. deepest swimming pool. But it just, like, it looks like something out of a sci-fi movie, right? Yeah. Like, it's just a big, giant hole. Here's kind of like the uh Yeah, yeah, the like, it's, it's, a, it's a tube that goes all the way down. Oh, it's like, not it's like just, it's like you can't lie on the side of it? And <laughs> no, it's not no, like... No, it's, it's not, not like a, it's not just like a regular a swimming pool where you just jump in and then you go... All, you no, know. I pictured it where, like, there's a shallow end and then all of a sudden there's it's a really drop. deep end. <laughs> Do you know how long that pool would have to be? <laughs> Do you have any idea to go from, like, the standard, like, what's a shallow end? Four feet? Yeah. yeah. Do you know how long that pool would have to be to go from four feet to 147 feet? (laughs) That's like a mile long, that pool. Uh, Pineapple Pat, who always asks great questions. A new dating app is launched. 
instead of a photo of the person, it shows you a photo of their bedroom, car, kitchen, shoes, how they have their tea or coffee, things like that. What photo would tell you the most about someone and what would you be most interested to see to choose a potential date? I think the, the obvious first answer would be bedroom. Because I, I, I don't know, I'm fascinated by what kind of bed people have and what's on their side table. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, I was also going to say bedroom because the way a person keeps their bedroom sometimes, or people will say, I could tell you a lot about them. But if you're taking these photos to put up on the site, you're going to do it up real nice, like all these things that you're putting in your profile, right? Yes, yeah. So I you're going to make your bedroom look amazing. You're going to make your kitchen you look amazing. Like, well, I assume you're not submitting pictures of these. The way I sort of read it is they somehow have pictures of these things. Mm. Like the dating app people just take pictures so that it's... Like secretly? They, they yeah. hack your life? Yeah. <laughs> and then use them to try and get you dates? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I, w- I thought bedroom at first. Yeah. Right? I thought bedroom at first because you're right. That's like, you. Re- it really says a lot about people. But I think that you would wind up spending, if you are dating somebody, most time in the living room. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to spend the most of your time. And I would need to see what the couch looks like. I would need to see how big the TV was. I would need to see all these things, whether they got a ton of cushions on the couch, whether they're one of those people whether they have no cushions on the couch, whether they even have a couch or is it like a futon or like what the deal is with their with their living room. To me, I need a comfy, cozy living room. and Or bathroom, I would say, to see what kind of products or what things are like You want to see like inside used. their medicine cabinet kind of thing? No, maybe like not their, the medicine cabinet, but you know how sometimes people will have uh, like just a ton of stuff on the countertop? Yeah, clutter. Yeah, like I'd want to see, exactly. Yeah. I'd want to see what kind of clutter you had in your bathroom life. Right. Yeah, that's interesting too. Because that um, says a lot about a person as well. Because if you have a ton of bathroom clutter, I would think that the rest of your life there is excess clutter. Yeah, I would just ask somebody to post any picture of anything that they thought was beautiful. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because if somebody, you know, if somebody posts a picture of Taylor Swift, I'm not going to date you. <laughs> but if somebody posts a picture of ribs, yeah, oh. you're all mine. Yeah. You're like, what, what, right? when do you want to get married? Yeah. Like, like what to you is beautiful? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you look at and go, oh my God, that's so beautiful. I think that that would say a lot. It could be a Porsche. Like, I don't know what it is, but wherever I would, I want to see what somebody would consider to be beautiful. Zach Efron. Yeah, see, exactly. But if that's the case, Maury, I'm never going for you because I can't, I'm not going to live up to Zac Efron, right? So you're not getting a date from me. Yeah, I guess. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Stay married to your husband? Date Matthew is what I'm going to do. Christy says here, question for damn it, Maury. Okay. Who just gave his dog a bath, according to a picture that Christy saw on Instagram. Did the dog get to have a bath in the washroom that you're not allowed to be in? <laughs> He's had many baths in that bathtub. <laughs> Has the dog had more baths in that bathtub than you have? I've had zero baths in that oh, bathtub. Oh, so the answer is yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. If I was Andy, I would sit in there with like a glass of wine and a cigarette and just blow smoke in Maury's face yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Go get me another. Atkins <laughs> <laughs> 925 is where you will find Ask Razamoka every week. And we love getting your questions. We love answering them. Feel free to uh, keep submitting. And of course, we'll choose one of you to ask your question to us on the phone. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.